Hey, sweetie. Hi, sweetie. How are you, sweetie? I'm tired. Sweetie. I'm so, I feel like I'm still catching up from the weekend. I'm actually tired. Like, work is on my neck. I was outside, outside this weekend. I love that for you. I personally love that for you. I'm tired. I don't know how y'all be doing this. Like, this weekend, this weekend, I'm at home. The only, the only um thing I have to go do is go to Bristol to see my sister. And even then, like, it's a day trip. Your sister, sister? Yes. Wait, the one who moved here? Mm-hmm. Oh, she's here? Mm-hmm. Now, why are your ass pick up from the hospital, from the airport? Because the place that, like, her new job, like, they organized everything for her, like, transport, everything, everything. It was just... You can go see the lady. I was busy. You guys also know I don't drive. I quit. I wasn't going to take the train all the way there. I was like, I'm going to let you settle in or whatever. Then I'm going to come and see you. Okay, I'm happy for you. When are you going? Saturday. Are you gonna like why are you just going for the day though? Because everyone's busy, even she's busy. Even like um she's house hunting at the minute. So when she first came out, she they get you like temporary accommodation, like an apartment for the month. Hmm. And then obviously you gets to you know house hunting, all that jazz. Time is a ticking. Exactly. So book them busy and it kind of works my favor like i said i actually i, I actually need rest like i'm tired you rest you rest and as i've told you this before let me rest in. honestly it's time it's time to rest there's no shame in rest. i'm fine ain't no shame in my game how are you um i'm just so tired from work honestly like i've told you that this week that the hell like, this week maybe not as much next week i don't expect next week to be crazy but this week definitely and then two weeks from now like not next week the other week is gonna be crazy so yeah so i'm just what can you do i can't there's nothing you can do somebody's gonna have to do the work i can't even lie and say oh it'll be okay like no (laughs) she's gonna get a lot more worse before it get better (laughs) <laughs> but you know what it's not like obviously there's personal stuff personal life stuff you know happening you know people are being people are being people or people peopling people are peopling so we'll talk off air we'll talk off air <laughs> but you know i don't know you know some days when you're just like super like you know what? I just need to not. I just need to survive this, but like I'll, I'll, I'll survive this. I will survive this. Yeah, and sometimes you just feel like I'm just gonna take today as it comes. Like some of this other stuff actually isn't a priority right now. Like it's okay, it's fine. And I don't even mean to be like one of those like pos- super positive people because that's honestly not who I am. <laughs> but like I just know <laughs> that after like a few you know retrograde once retrograde's over and stuff like i'll be i'll be you know i'll go for my massage i want a massage after busy period i'm definitely going in yeah, for that massage. I'm, not, I'm not playing any of you hoes you like, <laughs> you're playing man one of us nan nan you hoes i will <laughs> i will be going to get my back something out by a masseuse i just want them to work you know, just work. Put some elbow grease into it. Listen, if I say deeper, baby, deeper. <laughs> deeper, baby, deeper. deeper. 
<laughs> like they better understand what I'm talking about because you, the nuts. I think they're gonna be a lot, even right now. I don't know what happened after like I came home after work. I'm just like my back is in nuts. You know when you're like mm-hmm. I'm not moving the same. Like there's a nut. I'm, I'm a little stiff. Like stiff what? Stiff there. <laughs> yeah but you know we live and we learn we move whatever whatever the kids say these days whatever they say (laughs) did you get up too much this weekend yes i did um just some of it will need to be taken off air (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah i did um and then you know that just kind of that 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 post drink like sadness yeah i hate it like I literally it's the only it's the only thing it and hangovers are the only, I, I could firm a hangover but that I just get so down sometimes like I don't even think people realize so even doing like the bender thing I need a break from people so I can come back like I will come back guys if I'm in the mood I'll come back and be like we go again that night but yeah. that the day or like the day of the hangover I'm just like there's a lot going on like I'm just like mm. It's not a lot of heavy breathing, you know. So I just I think some people don't get that about me, and it's hard to explain what it is. But it's just like I just after drink I need space. Like I, I'm not I don't even um I don't think it's a you thing. Like there was a time um um this one psychologist talking about how that's kind of like the dangerous cycle sometimes when you're in depressed episodes and you rely on substances because the crash after makes you feel worse and sometimes. For some people, their solution is to go back to chase the high, but then the lows afterwards, like the crashes end up being worse and worse and worse. And that post substance high sadness that comes after just gets worse and worse sometimes. So I think if anything, it's actually really good that you do actually end up giving yourself space to just be, to feel the sadness, to go through whatever, to give yourself the personal space. And when you're ready, we go again because if you just decide you go again, I, I need to get rid of the sadness. What's my solution? Pushing oh, again. I you can Which just... is why I just want people to understand that. Some I, I don't get how to explain. Like sometimes, yes, the, the solution to someone pulling themselves away is to be around people. But there's some sadness that demands to be felt and just you need to be alone and just and just and so easy, it's so easy to trip from it just being I just need a minute yeah to now you haven't seen people in three weeks you're not answering nan calls people dm you like you don't even see it all you do is just scroll endlessly just to take your mind off it but it's a slippery slope and I know I know you know some people it's hard for them to understand but I think just people need to accept leave me in control let let me tell you where we're going it's seeing trying to like but they're not give me a ponderosa and try and like I'm Girl, <laughs> like we too like don't even try you are you are not jackie christie i you are not jackie marie christie i am certainly <laughs> not malaysia pargo so let's not even try it don't um, even forget no that's okay but as long as you had a decent weekend and as long as we're on the, we're on the mend we're on the up and up it's gonna be a little rough but, you know, next week, like you said, we're looking for it to not be as busy. Even this week at week is insane. Like, is insane. I'm always talking about this. this one girl who, whenever she goes on annual leave, whenever, like, I have to do her work and mine. Mm-hmm. Um, when so, you go and leave, does she have to do your work? 
that's actually what's funny no but i do like i am more senior than her so i get it but like it's also like no because <laughs> we work on like different accounts for the most part but when i mm. go and leave like other colleagues will oh. help i mean but, i don't I, I guess it can't always if you're superior to her i thought she was a like an uh, equal so mm. she would be expected to do your work but if she's junior than you there's no way she can do your work but what's interesting is that the people that normally will or like i will give my hand over to like when she's away they don't even offer, offer to help even if they have worse i mean less workload than i do so it makes it mm. very overwhelming like obviously the stuff isn't evenly distributed but i feel like i'm at the point where it's like I don't have the time to complain. Like the more I complain, the more I'm dulling and wasting time. Let me just you know, know this ten minutes that you took I, to complain. You see what I'm saying? Like I could have actually minutes. done like half the task or done something, get, gotten started on it. So I've taken your lunch and then gotten back into it. But because you wanna, you wanna sit around and complain. Now you're behind, and who's still gonna have to do it? You. So yeah, there's no point. Yeah, this week is is insane. Um, thankfully next week she'll be back also next week it being a shorter working week for us or sure we can't wait and it's going to be recess recess i don't recess. know if i want to go anymore but i think i'm on my fresh out of the 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 bender phase like mm-hmm. you know when you do a lot and you're like hi i don't want to go out no it's, too, it's too far for you it's too far like you have this weekend to not exactly but it's recess so if I don't shut my eye and buy that ticket now off of somebody off the internet, I'm not going to have nothing. You don't have a ticket? No. Yeah, anyway. You know the way to, you know the way to wherever. Me, I have my ticket. <laughs> so I'll see. Like, even because, like, like, like you rightfully say, it's too fresh for the weekend. And also where I went out on a school night, like on Sunday, yesterday, I wasn't in anyone's mood. But anyway, um, this is not the weekend recap <laughs> podcast. <laughs> In actual fact, if you didn't know by now, we are the Reality Check Podcast. Check yourself. Don't wreck yourself. <laughs> we really do need a jingle, like, like need a jingle, like you know. The other day, I was listening to a podcast, and they mm-hmm. have a set jingle i think obviously one of their friends does music so that would have helped but i'm like i'm sure we got some music friends somebody that can make us a little i'm not even asking for a beyonce song guys. just a razzle dazzle hmm? just a little parsley <laughs> on our recording just to give it a little bit more a little bit of je ne sais quoi but um as always i'm your ever graceful host leo and i'm joined by well not joined She's always here. She's also a host. <laughs> hey guys, it's Nessie. My ever permanent hostess. Co-hostess. Yes. And this is episode, I think we're episode 28. I was about to say seven. 28. Wow, wow, wow. Big, 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 big. 28. And yeah. we've got lots to unpack for you. So we might as well just dive right in. Um which city do you want to hit? Should we just hit New Jersey and just wrap it up with a bow for the last time? The last time. This is it. Till next year, finally. We're done. <laughs> Goodbye, auntie. The evil you have done is enough. Oh my gosh, that's actually going to be the title. 
<laughs> R.I.P. Auntie. The evil you've done. <laughs> I, the evil you've done. I don't know who is the auntie, but there is an auntie. And you know, it applies to, 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 there are many aunties. It's contextual. R.I.P. Like, auntie. If the shoe fits, boo, wear that bitch. Is that her work? Um, let's just dive right in. Um, honestly, I got as frustrated as Andy. Like, I really got where he was coming from when he's just like, "Will you shut up?" <laughs> I swore that man was about to have an aneurysm, aneurysm pop a vein. I don't know. I feel like I feel like he's at risk of a heart attack. I don't know. I was just like, Andrew, your heart, baby. Baby, your heart, your heart baby, can't take this. This ain't healthy for you. <laughs> like the way he got red. And I'm thinking, how many reunions has this man hosted? He's hosted how many, like four, 13 Atlanta reunions? How many Beverly Hills? Like, and so I, I mean, obviously I don't watch every city, but I've never seen him like that. But I don't even, because remember when the trailer for the reunion came out and all of Bravo Twitter was literally commenting on the fact that they confirmed that he's never acted like he's never been this frustrated before. Um, and I felt that like, I really also was like, Marge and Trey, come on. No, you did that to us. No, you did. And no, at, you. Least, if, at least if they were arguing or driving forward the thingy on saying, no, you, someone had received like, or back, it was just, no, you shut up. You shut up. You shut the fuck up. Like, it's not interesting. Uh-huh. Like, it's nothing we are gonna watch. I'm even sure that was cut down. Like, yeah, the producers actually didn't need to keep that in there. They didn't. I mean, obviously, that to show why Andrew got angry. I I could have done without it because it wasn't even like I just didn't wanted- like it was one of those where it was like juicy. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you put that in the trailer only for that to be what got him that angry. Like, I understand why that got him that because that it was gonna delay the reunion. But then the point itself between the two women, it did nothing. True. It, like it did nothing. It would be different if it like it came from a squabble following you, like you said, receipts being produced or somebody pulling up a, a text or a, you know something just a little bit more juicy. It was just no you, no you, no you, no you. You know what else gave nothing? Tracy Barber because you know her ass filmed there. You know she was actually there. You, you know, I wrote on my notes. I was like, then I Tiki wasn't there, Tracy wasn't there. I don't know about Tiki. Time, I'm but not I'm seeing like, pictures of Tiki. Tracy wasn't because I even wrote. I was like, why? Why wasn't she there? There was a. There was a. She had a. She had her own like a. What's this big chair? Armchair? Is it called an armchair? I feel like it's called an armchair. She had a big armchair like next to uh, Melissa. She was there. Her dress. Like I think if you go through the like, just search R N R H O N J. That sounds so weird to say. Um. Tracy you'll find pictures like you'll see her reunion fit she was there it was like it was a lot like uh Melissa's also was gold and like metallic but it was long and it didn't have like a slit it was just like Bravo was terrible I thought them giving Ascala all of one minute was bad but this nah I will never get over me I see they brought her they brought her <laughs> they brought her out just to do all that like and the thing is the funny thing is in terms of us, it was like a minute or two. So imagine how long it must have been. If she's actually commenting, it must have been. It really like, must have been. It must have been like fifty, like ten minutes. And it's like the babe has on this. The babe was one of the best dressed people. Dressed. So like she was dressed down. At least if she just worn some dress from PLT, that that would have been one thing. But she actually dripped down. 
and you all brought her out for less than 30 minutes. Rude. It is so dirty. Rude. And I can't believe Tracy was there. I don't care a damn. She's I dead. hope it's a sign that she's not returning personally. Um she wasn't interesting. Like yeah, I guess I guess her husband, I imagine he's famous. It's not the way everybody talks about him. I guess he must be kind. And also he has a Wikipedia page. So I guess he must be somewhat famous. But Haibo, I do not care a damn, no matter what. No matter what. Nothing at all. Um, yeah, I'm that's crazy. I actually was there like, oh, I hope it's a sign that they're not going to be back next season. Oh. I thought it was like significant. Clearly, Broadway messed with her. So whatever. But like you said, even if she was there, it was probably such that maybe Escala and Mia would, Escala and the, the small exchange you could have had, there was something to it. I just can't imagine. Tracy's early exchange would have been, oh, you see, Tiki did say you told him to ask. Like, that would have been the only thing she would have actually been able to show up and talk about. And the fact that she prematurely was telling Trey about herself when she actually didn't know her. But anyway. There was nothing. There was nothing there was, to say. Yeah, there wasn't anything to say. Um, I wanted to point out that I really liked the fact that finally, as evil as she is, that mm-hmm. March did apologize to, to Jen. And then also when Bill came out, she then reiterated. I feel like that's the only time, even if they had to be like, okay, it again. Like, but like, it was something. I did see Trey kind of like frown her face small, small, which I hope that next season, Jen doesn't feel the extreme pressure to just back her mate. I'm not saying be friends with March because you know that March is not really someone Marge you can trust. Sure. But don't just be forced to just, you know, back it. Even Jen, she took accountability for the things she'd done and said. Um, and I just, I feel like Marge acts like she's hard of hearing. Like the way she actually won't listen to anyone and whatever she thinks, she thinks. She doesn't want anyone to prove her otherwise. She doesn't want anyone to tell her otherwise. Cause just the refusal to see why Jen is like, back then you and I were not friends. I didn't feel any sort of obligation or didn't find any reason for me to come in. Why? Like, you're not my mate. And you're like, well, back then I could have been your friend. Yeah, I could have, should have, would have, but you weren't. So like- Go sit about it. Go sit and cry in your room about it. You know, like it's done. Like it's literally not the same thing. Um, So yeah, but anyway, that was just to say, I was happy that Marge um, apologized. I will say that Marge and Melissa, obviously, as always, were really annoying me and acting like Jen was being unreasonable. Like at the end of the day, this is even, I'm obviously jumping. I'm trying to go like housewife by housewife. Um, Yeah, on on, on the Marge point, should we, yeah, should we, yeah, I think housewife to housewife makes sense to do that. Um, I, I, yeah, I, I get what you mean about appreciating Marge's apology. Um, I guess I'm happy that she apologized. It was like probably the only resolution throughout the whole reunion. Um, but I still genuinely do believe Marge still would have done like she specifically in her apology when they met like during filming and not the reunion said, oh, I wouldn't have done it if I knew the effect it would have had. I don't, I don't, believe that. I don't believe that for one second, the way she kind of jumped to say it. You could tell that, I don't know if she learned it like fresh, like it was fresh news to her. Like she just waited for the first opportunity she got, she dropped it. So she's like, oh, if I knew how it would affect your kids, you didn't care. In that moment, I, I just, care. and it's okay to say, it's okay to sometimes say, you know what? I wasn't thinking about your kids. I was thinking about getting even. If she was just honest, it would put them on a I think it, it, Yeah. And everyone would have let it go earlier, including 
gel herself and probably be like, you know what, touche, it is what it is. It's fair because at the end of the day, even if Jen had actually dealt with it, even if her kids knew, there's no way that piece of information can do anything but hurt that person. Like, you can't say, oh, if I had known it was going to, what was she ever going to do? Giggle at it? Who? Like, who's going to giggle at that? Especially somebody who has chosen to stay with that person. That's not going to do anything but affect that person negatively and hurt them. So what do you mean? You're, you did not have good intention. It, like, it's like she's saying she had good intentions. You, there's no way you could drop that news with good intentions. And she's like, so, I was just trying to point out that no, you, you just really wanted aha. Gotcha. And even how she was like, oh, I, she fixed their marriage. It's like, oh, she brought them together. She said something to the effect that it was better for their marriage that they've now gotten over it. I'm like, hey, yeah, you, the drugs you do, they're rotting your brain. Stay in school, kids. <laughs> that is very true. Um. Yeah, I, I think that's pretty much all I had to say about Marge. I do think she is a nasty piece of work. Even all the stuff with Louis, like... Light trash. Honestly, train, like... Because <laughs> even the stuff with Louis, her finally just trying to be like, this is what I wanted to do. Like, I just wanted him to give him a platform to clear his name. I just... For you. I just... And I think it was you when you were mentioning um in not maybe the last episode or the one before, mm. that ever since that Potomac season with Ashley and Monique and the whole drinking I'm concerned thing. These women are not concerned about anybody. They're not concerned about anyone. They want to throw you under the bus. They want to throw you under the bus. All of this, oh, I just wanted to give him an opportunity to explain himself and just clear it all. They're not his mate. They're not his lawyer. They're not anyone that would have cared about either of them in that capacity for you to feel like you want to give them a platform to clear his name. You don't care. You wanted the tea. And I just wish all of this, Louis, Louis, I never meant to hurt you. I'm sorry about everything that's happened. And all of them, even Melissa, and I'm like, this is how you know you're just a witch. You just want to bark, 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 bark. Now when you guys realize when Louis mentions that he obviously got let go, and I'll be honest, we can't entirely blame it on the housewives. I mean, at the end of the day, the company was probably going to see these rumors and these things that were out there anyway. But I, I mean, think- let's be honest. Would I think they probably would have, but would they have reacted in this way? They like- wouldn't if it wasn't such a thing here. Be- and also because it's Teresa. Like, had it just been that he was... it was Tracy or whoever. Not Tracy. would have given a fuck. Not Tracy. Tracy. You think anyone was going to care if it was Tracy? Well, maybe Tiki Tracy. is, like, famous, but I'm like, Tracy? No, but, like, had it just been Jenny from the block, like, people just would have just been like, oh, okay. Like, everybody's got rumors like that. Yeah. It was put under a lens because it's, like, Teresa Judice, you know, even yeah. that thing with Teresa, like, Teresa G- I get it. She's Y'all Teresa, mad, but, but it's her show. She's the lady who flipped the table. Like, we're never going to forget that. And even a lot with a lot of these women, if you're not with a lot of these women, even if he wasn't on the show, even if, I mean, Teresa wasn't on the show anymore and, like, she quit now. Still, and he dated her after. It still would have been in the news. Page six. Yeah, she would have gone and watched what happens live. The fans would have discussed it. It would have, but maybe not to the extent they would have had March just yeah. shut the hell wow. And that's what I think is sad. Even Melissa is so upset with Trey, or doesn't like her so much that she's willing to just blindly back March and be like, "Come on, come on." But the truth is, sweeties, even if you asked once and let it go. That's a completely different thing from always. For example, someone who's concerned, you will ask once. If the person says, I'm full, I don't want to talk about it. I don't feel like I want to address anything. It's done. But um, 
they're just so nasty and even for for March to sit there and be like well Louis doesn't think so it's like okay fine which is somewhat something I also do feel like I wish Louis that's his business that. but at the end of the day why are you trying to like is it that you want to drive a wedge between the two of them to be like ah see your man doesn't even think that ha like so nothing she does is, is so what? like huh like if if there's a couple and the man, the man and the wife are not on the same page so what it's not they are one yes. but you're here like see louis doesn't think so i just think she's a nasty piece of work i still maintain that i just want um tracy obviously she's probably done out here i want melissa gone i feel like jackie won't have, won't have the same energy I... but i doubt melissa's going because of the gogas and all of that stuff so at the very least maybe if Jack, I mean, maybe Jackie's demotion will make a difference in the dynamics. But Marge having a yes man and Melissa also having someone who can back her madness is just a terrible her dynamic. Definitely. Nah, it's a terrible dynamic. I'm not here for it. Um, on to Jen. I think I really like Jen. I know people, a lot of people I've seen don't That's really my mama. Jen. Obviously, given like you know how she used to behave in the past, I hear it. But in terms of this season. Personally, I really enjoy Jen. Um, I didn't like the fact that Marjorie Melissa were trying to make Jen seem unreasonable for trying to say or pointing out the fact that you do realize that Frank is the one who brought this to the show, but not yeah, one of them was they were received. But not one of them wanted to say anything because they love Frank and everyone hates Jen. And everyone tried to be like, no, no. And that's the thing about Marge. They literally received, but you keep being like, no, you brought this onto the show. She didn't. She simply didn't, but because you hate her so much, you're willing to close your eye, look away from the receipts and still say, no, but it was you. Why? But you you brought it on the show. And it's just like, you know what? I'm sorry. Like, I know it's tired, but honestly, Jackie, if it's not true, you need to stop reacting this way. You need to stop giving it that much breath. Like, I know after the Wendy thing, what I said, I know it's the same thing as Wendy and Eddie, but oh my gosh. Jackie gives it so much life. Because it's true. I never said it. Because it's true. At the end of the day, even that's why, can I just... While Evan is on the stage, all of the receipts are there. They sort of probably happened when it aired on TV. Neither Evan or Jackie said anything to Frank about, but why did you say that? Evan why you lying? Said, no one has ever said, why are you lying? Why are you lying? And that's why I'm like, Evan, that's your boy. You guys are cool. But Jen is the one who's horrible for this. But the person who's your boy who brought this, if it's a lie, you didn't say to them, why did you say that? Not once. Okay. They were more, they were more angry about Jen getting it out than Frank ever giving it life. Than Frank bringing it onto the show, bringing it live, and then going to tell Bill. And like Jen said, everyone is mad. Do you know how many clips we've seen of Joe B and Marge gossiping and gisting, Dolores and Frank gisting, this person and this person, Evan and, and Jackie gisting. You guys think people's husbands and wives ain't talking about certain things? And Sweetie. what's crazy is the receipts are hardly ever in, um, what's her name? Jen's favor. Jen's favor. But in this case, they even brought those receipts out. And if you have a receipt in Jen's favor, your ass is wrong. It's wrong. And the funny thing is, this um specific episode as well of oh, this part of the reunion actually showed me how much Andrew doesn't like Jen. And it was really upsetting to me. And I'm like, it's fine. You're going to have favorites. You're going to be biased. I mean, it's not fine, but it's the reality. Like that's going to happen. 
but I can't, I can't, I can't express it anymore how much he really needs to work on. Just try a little harder. Just try a little bit more. Like if you're going to let people bring receipts, have the same energy for everyone who brings receipts. If you're going to give everyone a fair chance to explain their case, at least try and make it as fair as possible. Granted with bias and favoritism, some people are probably going to get more minutes or some stories are going to let go on and on a little bit longer based on who you like and who you don't like. But come on, Andrew. But it's funny because she's what's her name's friend? She's um Trey's friend. She's Trey's friend and he likes Trey. So it's like you just made that up. The way Andrew will screw his face at Jen while she's talking, that man was not impressed or pleased. <laughs> he did not want to hear anything that lady he had to say. Not. He does not. He did honestly, he doesn't he doesn't he didn't, he didn't, he didn't. Um I think Dolores was being a little horrible to Jen. Um, and I think this is the problem, we spoke about this before, that sometimes we obviously, because filming was over an extended period of time, and then by the time the show airs, and there's probably other stuff that happens in between, so there's clearly a lot more, and also like they've all said, the emotions of actually now re-watching things and seeing what each people were saying in their confessionals, and yeah. in different scenes that you weren't there, can be overwhelming, and then take people, you know, steps back. Yeah. But just seeing Dolores' reaction, like, even if you're being called something, maybe your friend, and the things that Jen is saying is she didn't feel supported. She has the evidence. She has the facts to back why she feels that way. Yeah. And all Dolores can do is just kind of almost like gaslight her and be mean. Just like, oh yeah, I'm the fake one now. Oh yeah, sure. She's a psycho. She, and I'm like, and I'm always saying to you, remember when I was talking about that situation that happened a few weeks ago with the mother hoes? If you were once friends with somebody and you are going to claim that you are or you once were friends, even if you weren't friends when, you know, aren't friends, you just know each other from somewhere. It's just a basic level of, like, respect that you would give to someone. And I think worse still, if you were friends, you can't tell me you were friends with someone, then next thing is you're calling someone psycho. Like, there's a certain level of respect or a certain way you will speak to that person, especially to their face that I personally feel like should be maintained. You might be vexed behind her back and you might be like, dog, I feel like she's actually acting nuts because what the fuck. But even now, if I'm venting to you, I'm not going to go to that person and be like, what the fuck, you, you psycho fucking bitch. You da, 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 da. Are you, like, it's weird to me. And it just came across really, really mean. I didn't like it. Um, it wasn't nice. Um, and if anything, everything that Jackie ever once said that, Dolores is more Marge's friend than yours. No matter how much Dolores tried to deny it, you've now actually proved her correct. This is exactly what she meant. Because no matter how angry you are at Marge, you wouldn't speak to Marge in that way. You wouldn't call Marge a fucking psycho. You wouldn't say this. You wouldn't be passive aggressive. You know what I mean? So mm, that was really not nice for me. Um, in a similar light, Joe Goga was annoying me so much. I'm like, just, you're so annoying. <laughs> Like all of this, oh yeah, but I'm a bitch boy, right? Oh yeah, but you a bitch boy, like shut up. Like, and that's another situation as well that I want this is one thing I was like for all of Joe B's sins and all of Frank's sins and all of Evan's sins. I'm very happy that they as men said it out loud. I'm not gonna lie to you, I'm just gonna talk to Home Dog over there. I'm not gonna go back and forth with his wife. And that's all Trey was trying to say with Joji. Like, no one is saying don't defend your wife. No one is saying this, this, Joe, when you're with the man, you're doing, oh, but Jen, this and da 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 da. To Jen's face, you're yelling. And even when Jen pointed out that you were yelling, 
Melissa had the cheapest study, like what you were asking for it. You asked for it, baby girl. If somebody speaks to you that way, Melissa, are you sure? If Frank now came and was in your face and, said, and was saying the same thing, and Dolores or anybody else came and said, but you were asking for it, mamas, are you sure? The evil she's done is enough. They need to leave her ass in this year. Honestly, if, the, if I could say they should fire Mark, I would say it, but they can't, so I won't. But I'm thinking it, okay? Oh, uh, yeah. That, that just... That just wasn't for me. Um, separately, um, I think obviously happy Louis and Trey. I mean, they're gonna have their little happy ever after. Didn't I you was wish, really, huh? didn't you just wish he had the way he answered that question at the reunion? I wish he'd just given them that. We would have avoided, like we would have had, I, I don't know how to bet it, but we would I think we would have had a much better season. It would have been over within the first three episodes. And yeah. it would have been done. But separately, even on that note, the fact that he was saying, obviously, he felt like he never got a chance to answer it. Did. I did feel like in some ways, it was like throwing Trey under the bus a little bit, which I get. That's the reality of the situation. But Teresa but wasn't say, letting him answer, though. I hear you. My only thing is, with everything that's happened throughout the entire season, oh. and all these women treating Trey and Louis the way that they did, when you do stuff like that, you obviously put position, you put people like Marjorie in position when they can say, aha, so you're the psycho one. Look, your man doesn't even this. Because I understand even throughout the season, we kept seeing Louis saying, Trey, like, let me speak, let me speak. Don't do the story act this way. Da, 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 da. But at the end of the day, you know how Trey is. You also probably know how your babes is. You probably know how she is way more than we do, right? But being on that couch and then saying, you guys know how Trey gets. She can be a little bit overwhelming and she wasn't really letting me speak, which obviously sucked. And da 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 Like, when you say those kind of things against her, I'm so sorry whether they're true or not. You're just giving these other women a case. Melissa and Marge were there grinning like fucking Cheshire cats and looking at Trey saying, yeah, see? Yeah. Then tomorrow, when Trey is obviously vexed, the same Louis will be saying stuff like, don't react, don't react. Even, I don't know if you caught this, there was a scene he... A, a time he said as a walking off if you really love me you'll calm down that's terrible i think i'm not gonna comment um let me separate the two i think i think i think the reason i agree i think it was okay for him to say that Teresa was saying he shouldn't comment was because he wasn't throwing i don't see it as throwing her under the bus Teresa would like marjorie asked the question Teresa would go Louis, you don't even have to answer that. Like, before this man even said, see, I don't think it's 100% of why he didn't answer. I think he probably did not have an answer for them that, you know, he has worked through and has been told, okay, this sounds good or whatever. Like, then he's, like, put his thoughts together. I think his answer would have probably been worse if he'd answered right in that moment. But also, I do think Teresa was part of the reason to blame because she was cutting him off. She's like, you don't have to answer. And if you're saying to me, you don't have to answer, it's like, okay, but if I'm saying I'm choosing to answer, then let me choose to answer. And I don't think she was allowing that to happen either. So I'm not saying it's her fault. And I get what you mean when you say he, he's he's opening her up to attacks on their relationship. But that's, I think- Do you not think that there could have been a better delivery? Because it's different when you're like, you know what? I actually never got the chance to answer. Maybe had I actually gotten the chance, you're right. It would have been different. Rather than, you guys know how Trey gets, it, she gets overwhelming and then da, da 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 like stuff like that where I'm like I just feel like you can deliver it in a better way rather than saying you guys know how she gets she gets overwhelming yeah Marge keeps asking and antagonizing oh so do you think everything that happened was my fault 
no, I don't think so. No, I don't think so. And I do think sometimes, in my opinion, if someone says, there's certain things that people can do that I feel like can come across passive aggressive. Louis mentioned, obviously, I just want to let everyone know that I got let, let go from my job. I'm not blaming anyone on this cast, but I thought I'd let you know. If you're not blaming them, then why would you mention it? Do you get what I mean? And I just, I just wish he had worded it in terms of what happened with Trey. Like I said, I don't think Trey didn't say that. I mean, didn't do that. And I don't think it's, it, it's, it's fair or okay for him to not say anything just in, a def- in defense of his fiance. Mm-hmm. But I do definitely think that there may have been a better way to deliver it because if he honestly came and said, do you know what? You're right. I actually never got the chance to explain. Had I got a chance to explain, obviously Trey felt like I didn't owe anyone, anyone an explanation, but had I gotten a chance to explain, you're right. It would have been done with quicker rather than, oh, you guys know how she gets. Because if he had said that, Melissa and Marge wouldn't have been able to, to smile and say those snarky things to Trey soon after. And then when it now starts raising tensions again, as you walk off, you say, well, if you love me, you'll calm down. Okay, but in his defense, Teresa had just had, I think she'd had surgery that week. And if it was, there was something, you know, like she almost missed the reunion. I don't know if it was like tonsils, like Teresa yeah, actually something did. happened. I remember it was spoken about in part one. She did need to calm down, like, I mean, I don't know if you're seeing in the context of her health and that she recently had surgery or he means she, he knows that she gets irate. But the person who has flipped the table, the person who has... Leo, flipped, anyone who tells you, if you love me, you'll do this, that's manipulative as fuck. It is manipulative, but... And it's not the first time Louis has done this. I don't know how to say this. <laughs> I don't know how to say this. You know, when I say this, yeah. I'm about to say some shit. <laughs> They said, hmm, how is this going to sound? <laughs> okay, air, there's, there's lots of air quotes. If I don't do air bunnies, just know I'm doing it. Um, Louis is a man's man. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and Teresa is, you know, Teresa is, you know, his woman. And, you know, that's how, and there yeah, are you know, people who think like that, you know. So I don't think to them it, I don't know. I, I, I don't want to say it's... Oh, no, you said manipulative. You didn't say abusive. You said it's manipulative. It is. It is. But I think... Do you think it just aligns with some of their beliefs? Okay. Okay. I'm not going to say anything else. <laughs> I'm not going to Okay, I think... For them, it, it, like it, it, not, it makes sense make for sense. them. It yeah. makes sense for them. Like, it, doesn't oh, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. it doesn't have to make sense for me. Um, if but they like know, it, we love it. Their relationship is very traditional. Like, mm. so, you know, that I guess, you know, I, I, I don't, you know, sometimes these people, you know, but you know, these people can sometimes be quite well-meaning with certain things they say. Mm. But then when we hear them, we're like, girl, you better run. But, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I want to, I don't know, Louis puts me in an uncomfortable position. I want to believe, like, I go into things saying believe women. When people say, this man hit me, da 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 But I also loved, like, I, I have a love for Trey, and I want to see this relationship work. And I share concerns, but I also share concerns with a lot of people who are like, mm, girl, get a prenup. Girl, yeah. why he got all these rumors about him? 
girl, the video, I think the video wasn't that alarming for me. I think the video get, got I mean, a lot. also what people are saying, well, the, these exes are saying rather than the video. The, the video got a lot of attention for what it was. It was just weird straight people. Anyway, um, yeah. but the allegations about his, about, you know, what his ex-wives, ex-girlfriends were saying, demanding, I, I didn't even know he was demanding sex five times. Yeah, before. when I heard that, I was like, there's more. <laughs> I'm like, Andrew, where did you get this one? <laughs> but this you, um, guy, uh, did Musa give you that file? <laughs> but yeah, I wish them well. Let me just say, I, I don't, I, I'm not going to, I just hope extension. Yeah, by extension of Trey, yeah, I wish him well, but I'm not gonna say I wish him well. I wish him. Yeah, I wish. I hope this works out for Teresa and, and her kids. And, and you know, she didn't sell the house in vain and all these things, and that this is her prince charming after all she's been through. I I agree. I, that, that's I'll leave it there. I'm I'm all New Jerseyed out. So next year, I mean, go again. I hope you know. You know, we'd have never watched a full season of, well, actually, but it was a while ago, but, and it was like season one. I watched like, I watched up to like season three, season four, and it was, but it was long, like I was still in like maybe first year, maybe the second year. But my point being, um, I hope this wasn't an example. I haven't really talked to fans of New Jersey. I hope this wasn't a good season in their eyes. I hope even them, they saw that it was a bad season. I haven't really read the comment. I haven't really found any comments that, say it sucked yeah. but i also haven't seen any comments that it was amazing so the ratings wise it did pretty well it probably doing better than atlanta currently i don't know if i could say it was deserved but it did do better yeah, than is. atlanta um and i hope next season you know they do a little bit of a jig i don't need everybody gone i think the left couch is fine um teresa dolores um Jen, that like they can all come back. Um, the right couch. That one day, if I had a choice, March would be the only one to come back from there. But you can't change anyway. You can't because that's a reboot. Like because yeah. that's like what happened with Atlanta. Hey, but, yeah. but anyway, a reboot would make sense because I just think they've because had. Because remember, like we're saying, if you take so long that like it's just toxic. Like, at this point they're now gonna rip at each other and like thing each other's throats out like Marge and um Teresa are gonna do those people are never gonna go on a cast trip together and be peaceful they're never gonna go on they're not gonna go somewhere and not wanna rock I mean I don't see how they can come to like a agreed to code oh, yeah. but how long can Marge and Teresa be on the same cast for realistically now that their relationship has reached this point so I think either if it's not this coming season that they're going to do the cast, the big cast chop, the big chop on the cast, then the next season, I want Marge. That's where Marge can leave. I really want this big chop to come now. And I say this mostly because we've discussed this a number of times this season. If you take away Louis and Trey, what did you have? And I just feel like all of the other little side issues came like Marge and Jen was not powerful enough to overpower the whole season. Um, you know what I mean? Like, I think moving forward, we can't have the same thing because that 
kind of gives me the impression that next season is just like this, like you said, it's just going to be Trey and Marge ripping into each other now that the relationship has become so volatile. Then you're potentially going to have Jen and Dolores having taking digs at each other, or you're going to have Melissa complaining about not being part of um, Trey's wedding and oh the family this and Trey like it's still not enough for, for for me personally to feel like this was a good season we had a lot more you know um so I think it would be nice to get the refresh now um yeah because unfortunately if they keep on the same trajectory for me it wouldn't be like I would just feel like it's not giving granted I'm just little me like you said their views are doing great so what can I do <laughs> who, who, who are you to now who am I how to mess with uh you know a formula that works you know we might tell bravo what to do andrew and him but um yeah like i said i'm all new jerseyed out um yeah um yeah so let's um move on swiftly um talk to me housewives of atlanta i remember earlier you um you texted me like i have some thoughts he said i'm gonna tell you my opinions child so candy. let me have them. Candy's just tacky. Oh, just, um, like okay, yeah, candy. I, like, I know candy is sex positive and everything, but guys, I honestly I agree with Marlo. Candy's just like it's enough. It's all the like, line somewhere. The lady actually does seem like she needs therapy. It's all she ever wants. Like, it's all she ever wants to be seen as. It's all she ever wants to like whatever. And it's like, we get it. You like sex. But like now, I genuinely believe she is forcing it down people's throats. You're sending people to New York on a play. You send your cousin and his missus. When I it. saw Philip and Safari, I, my jaw dropped. I said, Safari, with her tits out. This is supposed to be your cousin's fiance. And this is your little cousin. And this is what you're using them to do. I was so bored, Shem. I was so bored. <laughs> like she actually seems like she needs therapy or something because why is this always on your mind like you can't even have a drink of water without thinking no if i put this in my ass and oh oh my god candy like what the hell is wrong with you and from my understanding even like kenya was saying the play actually has nothing to do with sex so what the hell does this have to do with anything and i know people always joke about how candy always you know she loves to promote her businesses and she uses the shows the show as you know free marketing but hybo draw the line somewhere dude like have 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 some shame and like kenya was saying so now everyone is here busy playing with vibrating panties in front of each other's husbands guys guys people are joking ralph is here for science thing because apparently if you're close enough you can control someone else's one now somebody else is can you imagine ralph is controlling your thing and he didn't even stop. That man was going to do, 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 do. You don't think that's, you don't think, I mean, it's not cheating, but you don't think that's a bit wrong? That's, that's weird. Suspicious. I mean, you know what? I think, girl, I hear you, you know, you get a bag, you chase a bag, but this it, correlation equals zero because it's a play about, you want it to be about black men, blah, 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 blah. Your ass gonna send some nipples and ball gags. Six is that I just really believe Candy does not realize there's a time and a place for everything. And that is not. And and 
um, I actually saw somebody bring back that old clip of Nini at that reunion where she saying she just doesn't want a dildo. Like, is that a problem? And I remember when Candy was trying to make it seem like Nini was the one who wasn't being sex positive, whatever. But it's like, dude, I don't want to be doing that shit around people's husbands. And even if it's like, can I just, can my private time be my private time? It will be different. The thing was that Nini, you used to be a stripper. So how can you like frown your eyes at this? And it's like, my being a stripper, like, I like being a stripper. Like, you're bringing it up like so i can be like oh oh because i was a stripper i now have to like you shoving dildos in my baby head. i was a stripper i wasn't a porn star they were not people's dinglings are not like this in my face i was not giving head in public like i like, there was there was there were, there were things that like were too much there was, yeah. there was something that someone did in that situation to be too much and candy doesn't want to be told that it's too it's much too much especially because i think at the time of the the dungeon theater whatever something like that would have been a little bit more appropriate that's the nature of the production you're putting on or, or before the bachelor trip last year. yeah or before you know it was follow because that's the nature of the situation you're going into you know it's a bachelorette obviously these things are associated with bachelorettes or this is a production or even if you're lo- launching candy coated nights cool a play about black men and also you're with your friends and their husbands and this now is the time that you thought this she is the one who's sexually frustrated i couldn't tell her completely that they ain't have ha, they haven't been having sex she would have been better off doing it just the two of them and having and even then like the whole conversation obviously that came on the tier like the more you actually think about it like i could need guys like to do stuff like that probably like some people might do it on a cheeky date night whatever floats people's boats it is Wait, like the, the 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 freakiness yeah, the vibrating pad is whatever. But I just don't see why anyone would want to do that in a bunch of friends and their significant others. Like, guys, what is... Haven't you seen that video of, um? I think a guy gave, someone gave a girl vibrating panties, she's, panties and she's walking through the mall. In the mall with her gray shorts. G- guys. Guys, like, I'm so sorry. You guys have actually lost your mind. Like, they're sex positive. I am not sex thing but you're in public like you're actually in public doing these things that girl safari's cheeks were were out in public and her cheeks were out and she's like she's not cold like i know candy's got money but girl you need to you need to you need to wake up stand up it was just even like you know there was a time i was um the time when they're getting on the bus and even Sonya's adjusting and I'm like do you know how crazy it is that in a bus full of people you're like oh let me just stick my hands down my pants and adjust these vibrating as in your hand is on your coochie and you're in this public bus with people and you're not going to get out and wash your hands maybe you might sanitize them but I'm like all of this don't seem wrong to y'all I've never, I've never wanted, wanted to be around that. people like that and I can't imagine like you know that that look at us who would have thought us agreeing with kenya and marlo guys <laughs> you know how mad that is guys. the big two biggest haters big big haters guys, uh, uh, that's how you know candy's dead wrong <laughs> you dare wrong but um i guess we'll see what happens next next week in terms of that um didn't you find okay i wanted to actually find out from you didn't you find it weird how Candy just doesn't see how she's being wrong with the whole apartment situation. Like, Marlo was right. She does not want to see Todd. Like, obviously, it's not like a success, like a restaurant, but she just doesn't want to see a situation where Todd is also making his own money, contributing himself to the household. I think 
the way she she wants to be his sugar mama basically where it's like I do everything I've got you boo and to me what's crazy about the house the the house situation that she's fine with them living in a house that she built for herself but previous sexual partners in as well but he but him the house that he bought someone else out like i'd get her saying oh sell that place if they were gonna get or build a place of their own but they're not but also what's crazy is she last week mentioned how her name is not on it and she mentioned it again this week todd's name name, name on on candy's house but candy wants her name to be Ah, mama joyce would do you know mama joyce would do todd at the mouth She'd strangle, she'd have to, she'd take him and her out, have herself out. <laughs> I just think it's so unreasonable and it's so unfair. And I think her- Especially knowing he doesn't have as much money as her. And seeing how guy. irritated she got that other people were backing him. Even she even tweeted the day or the night the episode aired, like, damn, I'm seeing a lot of people agree with Todd. And I'm like, duh, like common sense. Would you're stupid. Me. That's why. And even if, even if, yes, you know, the apartment isn't that nice. And I don't know if it's the thing where she's like, it's not up to her standard or it's far or whatever, but no one is saying you have to live there. It could literally be a rental property. They just collect rent on it. They fix it up. They just collect rent on it. And it's an investment. He, like he said, I don't even like Todd like that, but she has me agreeing with the man. Like he said, it could, be passes, it could be something he passes on to the next generation or if, you know, they have a relative staying in New York, it's like, oh, we have a place in New York, just go stay there. What's her name? Riley goes to school in New York, actually. Yeah, she does. She could, she could stay there. And not you know, rent. So I don't know why Candy's being like this. Nah, I think, like you said, Marlon was right. She doesn't want to see Todd get to a point where he's doing so much without her. I think this goes back even to last week I was saying oh we're doing stuff differently separately and she was talking about how but it feels like you definitely want to keep me away from this job and it seems like you're being a little salty and it's like I feel like you're putting all these things out there when it's coming across a little bit as projection like you want to be involved in everything he does but now when it's you it's like you want to be able to do things on your own and touch and feel away or say anything at all and it's like that's fine you have you can do whatever you need to do but then let that man be let the man do what he wants to do as well like what is wrong with you <laughs> um yeah um should we switch on to someone else um I would just like the record to reflect that in my opinion in my humble opinion um Marlo was the MVP of this episode Marlo just had me cackling the whole shit (laughs) she said like she's like I don't want to see I don't want to see Todd's furnitureless apartment. I'm like, even the comments she made about cat, like we all know, because it was when Tad was like, oh, if my thing takes off, and like, and Marla was like, no, we all know Todd should be taking up with that candy money. <laughs> this is why, but Leo, Leo, this is why I hope you now see what I was saying that it was actually a good move for the season's refresh for Marlo to actually get a peach. Cause I don't think we would have seen, we would have been seeing her this much or in this capacity. Like, yeah, but don't forget last season, she was on a lot of the time last season as well. So maybe, maybe they were inadvertently testing her. Cause oh, see how like, I think like if let's say they had 18 episodes, I think she was at least, in, she was in more than half for mm-hmm. sure. But did she, she have like, a confessional last season? She did? Huh? Did she have a confessional last season? 
I don't remember, but she was at the reunion. I think she was kind of like, I think they're trying a new thing with friends because even Adriana, think of Adriana. Adriana wasn't full time. She was damn near in every episode. If she wasn't in every episode, she was in damn near every episode. So I think friends doesn't. So friend doesn't literally just mean. Um, so I think maybe they they'd been testing her for a while, and then now it made sense. But I I am loving it. Enough. I love to see it. Like Marlo is just so like. Even when they were at the house, the argument they got into, the, the, I'm like, Marlo, please. And she's like, one has been building her house for 20 years. She was like, now I hope I learn from only the good that they did. She's been, one of them, one of my friends, she's been building her house for 20 years and the other house didn't even finish. <laughs> Even last week when we were laughing at her Brooklyn's party saying, girl, don't put your picky up, that's ghetto. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, you have to, when, I don't know what, why, why this, black people have this thing, <laughs> this, this. <laughs> Hold the cup like this is fancy. Nah, it's so It's funny. actually so ghetto. <laughs> it's so funny. Like, no, I'm, I too, I'm enjoying Marlo. I think, obviously when, this has always been something about Marlo Hampton. Like when she's not obviously at someone's throat and like taking it to hell, she's actually genuinely really funny. And I think the timing of everything is always so perfect. So I, I agree. She's definitely MVP of this episode. And the last to be fair, because she was funny as hell in that too. But also I don't get why she's so offended by people asking questions about her money. Like girl, if, if all you talk about is how like, okay, maybe she doesn't say, I have money. But if you say, oh, you guys ain't got Chanel? Y'all ain't got Christian Dior? It's like, okay, Marlo, if you have all these labels, oh, like, how do you afford them? Like, it's a question someone's going to ask. Even like Kenya pointed out in there, the producers even show. The producers this season are not playing with Atlanta. They have receipts. With everybody, they have receipts. They showed that they were there, that reel of Mark gaslighting, the Ralph edit. This week, even with Kenya, when they were at the, the plot and she said, Mono, but you're the one who said, everybody knows you for fashion and getting paid and getting money. Obviously, people are going to ask you, 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 you came and told us that. Even that receipt when Marlo dropped the tea about um, Todd cheating on Candy or whatever their relationship is. Yeah. When they brought Portia, Portia's rumor just after she said people had put her in a sex dungeon, when they brought her that rumor, I'm like, Marlo, I'm like, y'all are really digging in the, you're digging within your virus. They said, we're, 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 holding everybody, we're holding everybody accountable. Everybody can get it. No, I'm here for it. I've actually, um, I'm enjoying it quite a bit. I'm, I was a bit disappointed. Well, not really disappointed, I can't lie. It's not like it made that much of a difference, but that we still haven't seen Tyrone. But maybe eventually we'll get to see this mysterious Where, you, where are you taking him? Huh? Where are you taking him? I'm not taking him anywhere, but um, I think we kept speaking about how obviously Sheree is enjoyable and this and the third, but I feel like for now, she hasn't given me enough to, 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 to justify her being brought back, especially being brought back full time. I know, we, we know we've only been here three days. We, we just got here. It's our, third, it's our third day out here. It's our third day out here. I get that. But um, for the fact that everyone else has actually shown up to some extent they may not have come like you know giving me the juiciest drama but everyone is showing up i need there to be a little bit more than just this anthony assistant situation you get like let there be a bit more um also now with her kids being as like older 
or as old or as great as they are now, we already know that we're not going to be seeing them often. So it's not like we, we get um, a lens into charades like home. Like, like there needs Fine to be. Ass. What's his name? Cairo. Ooh, that's a black king right there. Mm. That's a black king right there. That's a black king right there. Mm-mm-mm. <sighs> but yeah, I just want there to be more to charade or else. Um, it doesn't justify her attack. Yeah, it doesn't justify. She could have been a friend and still have had all the drama with Drew and Anthony and all that stuff. And like I said, we already know that they're going to be 17 episodes and one episode three. So hopefully it turns around because they're still going to drop. I'm thinking, mamas. Yeah, they, we know they're going to drop a second trailer later on in the season. So hopefully she can, you know, put some pep in her step. Um, I wanted oh, to ask you. Huh? Drew. Oh, I was going to say, speaking of Drew, you brought Drew up. Don't you think it's funny how Dr. Ken's messy ass has a practice in every real housewife city? No, I don't like it. Stop. They need to stop with this. This man doesn't know what he's doing. No, I don't like it. I also don't like it when, and this Dr. Ken has been on other shows. He's been on, he's the one who counseled um, Candace after the fight with Monique. Yeah. But he's been on another show that's not housewives. Basket? Ah. I don't know if it's, I don't think it's my team medicine. Um, but there's another show that has been on that's not housewives. And I end up feeling sus. I'm like, is this real or is this for sure? It's giving me sure. <laughs> because, like you said, how are you in Potomac? How are you also in Atlanta? And from what I believe, from what my friends have explained, what I've read online, in the States, like, because it's so big, depending on your profession, even if you switch states, like, you have to qualify again in that state. All over yeah, maybe the laws are different or whatever. Uh, different yeah some laws are obviously different per state this is this is the case in medicine it's the case in um with law and i imagine some other professions as well you're telling me dr ken just all over them 54 states getting qualifications all over the country how will you get the time which state which state are you really based in then like it's given bravo but i mean at, at the end of the day i mean i'm sure you can google up his credentials i'm sure they're real but I and um, and even just more of Ralph talking crazy to um Drew with his this one here with his she didn't deserve and if a steak or whatever that she deserved yeah, steak and lobster she deserves a lunchable just it's like that was stupid corny boo lame Dr Ken stupid corny boo lame but um I wanna just jump to when they were in New York I mean. I get people being happy that Kenya was standing up for Drew, but I think there was something I didn't like about how she did it. There was something like her, obviously her saying that like, he reminded her of Mark, that's her experience with Mark, yeah? But I think if you are now seeing it in front of him, he's gonna feel the need to defend himself. And then he's gonna say whatever he's gonna say. And then, Kenya's gonna now come oh I don't argue with men blah 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 and it's like but you did kind of come at him I think maybe in a setting where he wasn't there it would have made more sense to say oh girl I saw how he was like um that did that and then say everything she said and then Drew does what she thinks but I think doing it with him in front of like confronting him like that I don't know if that was the best thing but then again they were, all, were also saying that Drew Drew you know Drew doesn't back down you can knees like she loved that man through and through so um, you know, 
match made in at a place, a place somewhere at a time <laughs> with people. I cannot see anything further to that. I can't lie. I'm not mad at her doing it there and then. Um, I don't think it was malicious. I don't, I don't think it was malicious. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, and I think like people were talking about on Bravo Twitter, like that is definitely the nature of Kenya. Like whether she gets on with someone or not, we saw her defend Sheree when her and Sheree were at the peak of their madness against Bob and explained. I know, Bob but that. okay, that situation. I hear you, but like Ralph isn't physical from what we know, but everything else he does to her is just as bad, if not worse. And I think it's a little bit worse when it comes to the emotional and the manipulation aspect mm-hmm. of it, only because Sheree can stand up for herself. Mm-hmm. Drew, I don't feel, like everyone says, like they ended up telling her, like you allow certain things to happen. You, you know, you don't. As I like to say, life doesn't happen to you. Yes, a lot of things you allow them to happen to you or you allow the environment for certain things to keep happening to you. Um, and I do think with the type of person that Ralph is, from what we've seen from the interactions when it's just the two of them, even in the presence of Dr. Ken, if anybody else had tried to say something to Drew, for Drew to later go on and say something to him, he just wasn't going to receive it. It wasn't going to go anywhere. I do think you could probably see the, the slight shock in his face um, when Kenya said what she said. Um, and then all the women also joining in and checking because I just feel like he's really ever held accountable. Even the first episode when Sonia and Candy were at Drew's house and that conversation was first initially had, it ended up just being like, mm, I don't know, sus. And everyone just laughed it off and kept the pushing. Then when he went out with Aaron and Todd and they told him, not going to lie, homie, that's crazy. But again, they just ended up laughing and leaving her alone. Like, ah, hey, anyway, if you like it, we love it. That's, that's, that's your mess, not our marriages. We good over here. Um, not my monkey, not my circus. You see? Um, so I do think that this was the first and only time that he'd really been like checked and challenged. And you could see the shock in his face. Um, and I did respect that because I'm like, <sighs> like people said, every time, and it's only when it was pointed out in the tweets, and people are in these situations. I really do get that people obviously don't want to be, hey, you know, it's not my mass marriage, indoor disadvantage, gain me, like, you know, you don't get involved in people's situations. And I can hear it to a certain extent, but in certain situations, I do think it's a bit sad to see that people kind of often don't say anything. Like that time with Kenya and Mark, someone pointed out, it's really unfortunate. Kenya's not the person you want to defend. She's not nice. She's been really nasty to people. But that episode where Mark was being horrible and Mark was still saying all this stuff, like I don't have a problem with Nini and whatever. And it was only the woman, even what's chill, what's his name? Mark, Mike? Mike was even like, yo, I'm not going to hold you. Like if someone beats my lady, what I, what? What that lady got to do with me? That ain't got shit to do with me. Like, I'm, I'm not doing all of that. And Mark was very... I don't think you should go out of your way to be friendly, but I don't think you should also be beefing. Like, I think... I don't think you need to inherit the beef. You can see the person and say hello. Like, what I thought... What Louis did with Marge, I thought that he was doing a bit too much. I don't know. Just it's a little bit too much, but you don't need to inherit the beef. Do you get... Like, oh, oh, hey, don't hug her. Just, hey... Hey, how are you doing? Nice. Mark was more than willing to go over to them people's, be around them, be like, oh, she's been nothing but lovely to me. And it's like, that's great. But unfortunately, whether we like Nini or not, she hasn't been nothing but lovely to your wife. Why are you? You know what I think it is? Think of Greg. 
Greg, no matter who he was speaking, Greg was always kind to them. And Greg could always speak to them and say, what's happening with you and my wife, blah, blah, blah. Like, I think when I come to think of it, I think a lot of these men are trying to emulate Greg. Where Greg, tell me why a woman Greg didn't get along with. No, what you're saying about Greg is not wrong. But I don't. But I'm saying Mark, that Mark wasn't doing the same. Oh no, 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 not not. But like I think the the like they're trying. I, to... I don't think that was even his intention. That man hated that lady, and you know that. You know damn well that man hated that lady. <laughs> Probably still do. I I genuinely don't think. I feel like with a uh, Mike, even even a Todd, that we said he's not our favorite, but Todd has a similar nature where he's not going to hurt the beef with you, but he's going to say, oh, I didn't really like this, I didn't read this, but that was it. It's going to stay there. That's not the same thing that Mark was doing. But anyway, I'm even digressing. The main point I was trying to make is that in situations like that, often people just kind of sit by. And I think when situations go really, really left and they're really horrible, Kenya actually is the only one that actually will speak up. Like with that car ride with Sheree, they were not the only one in the vehicle, but Kenya said something. And like you said, that was a genuinely crazy situation. And the fact that at that time was the peak of their madness and still she could do that. It does say something that a small 0.00002% of Kenya's heart is still there. Um, I think same thing with Drew. They came into this season obviously being in a bad place. And the fact that, you know, even at this point, she was the one person to actually check this man. And then everybody said everything. The rest of them were going to leave it alone. Sonia and Candy even a kiki key about the system at a point. So I feel like for all of her sins, I really just appreciated the fact that at least there was someone there to speak up for this lady because I cannot express how much I want. I, it's not my marriage. We don't lose people from Adam. But if I could, and from what I'm seeing, I really think Drew needs to leave that man. Yeah, she really doesn't have that many options, if I'm being honest with you. Well, stay with him when he's being like this he speaks to you crazy acts crazy he doesn't think ever think he's wrong he's abusive in all the ways that aren't physical or financial I mean you don't know their situation but it's just you know it's the question of what are you staying for like Drew if you stay what 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 will you say if we ask you oh you're staying what do you stay for your kids are young or like it just I don't think there's any reason she could give you as a friend that would make you go oh you know what that makes sense stay with this man who's obviously not treating you very well and unfortunately that is the cycle with a lot of manipulative and emotionally abusive situations um some people know that this isn't a good situation but to finally find the strength to get up and leave they don't have that some people when they're in those situations especially their partners will be breaking them down and telling them that you won't get anyone better than me um, even when he says stuff like, oh, with the way she acted, she deserved a lunchable. That gaslights someone into thinking that maybe I shouldn't say something. Because I think in episode two, Drew even said, um, I feel like I'm walking on eggshells all the time. And that's hard. Like in a friendship, in a relationship, more so a marriage, you definitely shouldn't feel like you have to walk around eggshells because you never know how expressing your feelings might go. And that's a terrible situation to be in. But I don't think she really deeps that she, and, and, and I don't blame her for it because for most people when you're in the situation, you don't know, like, it's not like people walk around like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm being manipulated. Oh yeah, I'm being emotionally abused. Some people genuinely don't know until much later down the line. So um, I do think it's quite sad. I do hope that she can find an exit. 
I think like you were saying, it's very dangerous and it's very sad how all of these things are obviously up for public um, opinion and debate. And you now, she probably has to wake up every day and seeing everyone's tweets about how she needs to leave this man, which may probably come as a shock. Um, Cause even with her assistant, I remember last week she was tweeting, oh, so what you guys think about Anthony? And she was genuinely shocked at how many people were telling a girl, fire that man. Like she genuinely is like, oh, really? <laughs> um, which I think goes back to what the ladies are saying. Like you put yourself in such a terrible position that at the end of the day, there are now receipts of this person saying this. Why are they still your employee? Why do you still feel like your main issue has to be with Sheree and not the person who's saying these things about you? Um, and that's why I feel like she, she just ends up not helping herself. Because at this point, we are now all looking at you like, girl, this is a little crazy. Why does man still work here? I just hope Ralph, wherever he is, he's embarrassed. Because I always say, do you know what it is to be patterned by Kenya Mo? That Are you embarrassed? <laughs> This is really, of all people on this planet to actually have to gather Kenya. Kenya had to let you know that you're being, you're being a bad person. Kenya, okay. Satan had to tell you you're being hey, like... I'm a Satan basically to the water. What's all of this? <laughs> Crazy. Um, but, um, yeah. Wrap after wrapping up Atlanta, I think we're more than happy to head off to Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills. Um, Lord have mercy. Uh, these, hoes, these hoes are on a roll. I don't know how, like, I don't know what this cast has been given, but they've just been given electricity that. <laughs> I mean, obviously, last season was good as well, but like, whatever happened after that, lovely with weeks, because it's it's in essence like half, maybe half the same cast. Yeah. So it's just like, was was the problem really the like was the one person it took to remove one or two people it took to remove were they really the problem that badly? That badly, that has made such a difference. I because who's the person that left is Kathy? No, um, Teddy. Teddy. Don't ask me about Teddy. She's she's stressed. stressed (laughs) Like that one is actually a loser. Teddy, fun like fun fact. Teddy's husband um did did the alarm system at Dory's house, so I will not recommend him. That's all I'm gonna say. (laughs) But um to um jump right in, I think yeah, you know. Actually, let me let you take the lead because obviously then I'll go off for you. Um, my, I, I imagine the way I view things might be different from you because you obviously are coming from having watched the old season. So even in terms of my notes, I actually didn't have that much to say because I'm still kind of like getting into it and stuff. But um, I will maintain that Lisa Rinna is terrible. Like she's just a terrible lady she's so she's just ah like you know when like somebody is bad but they keep doing bad and it's like like you, you don't tire like you you just want to keep going and going i don't think you'd believe me if i told you that it's honestly probably been about six years of this mess like like non like non-stop yeah I, I, this is basically kenya of this franchise like <laughs> just know that if you agree with Lisa, it's actually a big deal. If you ever agree with Lisa, just be like, be afraid. Be like, think of, 
look in the mirror, put a hand on your heart and say, God, why? Why? Like, what's going on with me? Am I my, Am I really myself at the moment? Um. Yeah, and I just think she's terrible. I think Erica is terrible. I think Kyle is terrible. Like the three of them right now, I'm like, yo, you guys are bust, bust, busting in the ring to see who can be the worst. Like it's They're all bastards. <laughs> bastards. Um, like for example, Kyle just shit stirring on the way to Harry's dinner. But um, you can see how she wants to seem like she's not a shitster. She's like, no, um, I'm just kind of concerned because, you know, how you say these things. It's like, no, the babe was saying that, ah, okay, I hear you. And I'm sad. I mean, and it wasn't even like she was saying it like that. It was just like. She didn't say, okay, cool. She, she literally came in flustered. Like, she's literally just coming back from the day. Like, hey, I've also been putting out fires at work all day. It's like, you know what? Hey, like, it's like, obviously, I'm not having the worst day of my life. Like, I imagine she Yeah. But you know what? It's it not like, like I'm it, having. It's not like I'm having a good time either. It's like I had a day for everyone today. It seems like everybody dealing with something. And the thing is, I really hope at the reunion this is discussed that when LVP was going through her stuff, you did not care at all. You said, "Well, we all have things going on," and I think that's what shocked me so much when I was watching her explain this to Dorit. Um, and even seeing everyone else's shock with Dorit and PK, I'm like, I hope you guys actually remember that this lady once said this to LVP like about her mom passing about away. her mother passing away her- I said we all have stuff going on so now that she's on this high horse about how she didn't seem very sensitive it's literally it's, huh? it's I want to say it's the same situation but it's not Th- that situation was worse but it's quite it's a similar situation where Kyle should just be like you know what maybe you're not like so t- you're not sensitive yeah? sensitized you're not very sensitized yeah. to it but maybe don't say and i think personally had it been me and it's my friend this is genuinely my friend i would be like mm, maybe don't act like this around her i don't imagine yeah you like you know when you're like oh friend <laughs> like, like it's I, not something that's like it's like okay maybe 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 we'll say that around her and i don't think she would have said that to her anyway i mean she obviously you know certain yeah. better you obviously know certain better in the cost better but from what i can see i just don't imagine she would have come around to meet and said hey wait well, i was also putting out fires that day are you okay girl like i just think and then to also like kind of pair that with the oh and then she was on instagram i don't know if it was instagram <laughs> drinks it's like hey but she stop living because like, I get you, you're my friend, you're going through a thing, but does that now mean I'm not allowed to go out, I'm not allowed to post, I'm not allowed to drink, because if I do any of the above, I seem like I'm having too good of a time. I'm sorry, but life actually does move on, and there's how many billions of people on this earth, even if you say I should cry and curse the heavens, people are going to be drinking. If I walk down the road, there's going to be a nightclub. Should the nightclub close? Because... I've gone through what I've gone through. It won't because that's not how life works. You go through things and you get support from friends and you move on from things, but it's not the fault of everyone around, you yeah. know. And Dorit even explained that we're friends, but we're not friends like that. And that's why I'm like, how such a shit stir. She started by asking, has she been supportive? Then she was like, I just didn't think she's being sensitive. And she spoke about the margarita post. Then Dorit's like, yeah, she did obviously call. She checked up on me. Everything is fine. Obviously, that's not someone who even ordinarily would have been rushing to my house anyway. So Dorit was really cool. not expecting cool that. She didn't. It's she fine. Like, you know, she's not my virgin like that. Then Kyle went on to go on about obviously the whole putting fires thing. And I just think 
she just so badly wants like Dorit to know that yeah she said this do you know what I mean um it was nasty it was terrible vibes like you said I just don't think that it's up to Sachin who isn't even like one of Dorit's closest friends to basically stop living even if it was my like guys if something bad happens to me god forbid I'm not sitting here expecting my friends to stop living like how can your life your world can't stop turning because something has happened to me I too already especially in Dorit's position she's taking the necessary steps you know to move on with her life go back out there so now like even she she said guys don't cancel anything you've got planned keep it as is we're gonna we're gonna i'm gonna do everything i can to move past this and yes to some extent you can see she was traumatized but the only way to kind of move past trauma is to talk about this and to be like you know what i'm moving on and not stick in the i can't believe this happened to me like i was standing there and they took this and even the stuff they took obviously you know it's the the value is immeasurable you know you don't no one wants to lose everything like that but even she her tagline is quite literally you can take all you want but you won't you can take all my things but you won't have taken anything of value or whatever I don't know. yeah something along those lines <laughs> yeah which shows you that you know what and i'm trying to move past this so for cal to then use this as a talking point that oh you shouldn't have done that i just think she was shit stirring personally no she was and and i think she knows that so that little kumbaya at the end where she's trying to make it seem like she's genuinely concerned cut the crap cut the bullshit that's not the case um what okay before we get into the 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 lisa Sutton exchange thoughts on diana because we have this conversation whack Whack. like so far so whack like i do not think she's anything special like yeah no, I no, Leo, Leo, you, you, you're actually hating like what is it that's making you feel like whack like you know earlier on I can tell you I can I can tell you I, I I've, I've got it right here I've got Let's it right go. here for you I've got it right here so this girl has literally just pulled up the scene we have not even heard who your baby daddy is we have not even heard where your poom has been the last three months but you're already saying I think that's classless I think you know discussing this is like Obviously, you know, you want to make a good impression, you know, the first time you film with the girls, but I feel like you're not even giving anyone the benefit of the doubt to understand the situation because they all understood the situation because obviously they're friends. But I don't know if she had all the facts and she was already jumping us on her side. And she she, like, that wasn't that, that wasn't my point though. No, no, I'm just asking separately. Did she like, that's your favorite question to me. Did she lie? I will never forget with me. And I said, your day is coming. Did she lie? If at the end of the day, you're coming at me <laughs> at something that I can have a receipt for. Listen, classless, don't let, don't let my class fool you. I love a good hood jam. I will take, if I have to, I will take it to the basement below hell to prove, like, listen, I am not, I am, I will, and I will come right back up to my classy self after I'm finished with you. Because I just, I don't see a point in letting people talk all kinds of crazy. But I do think that when she's made the classless comment to me it did look like she was addressing everyone i don't think it was aimed at Sutton specifically I think it, as it being aimed because even when she said that she actually looked around and looked to her um to to to, to lisa because in the in kyle's confessional she even laughed and said lol i know that lisa actually had her own receipts and she quickly tucked them away and pretended like she wasn't gonna bring I them out. i don't like the babe but kyle was funny too <laughs> I respect her for pointing that out. Because we saw, like, we saw 
Lisa's facial reactions. We saw her expressions. She was going to take it further until the classes came out. Then she said, so, yeah. And also, I'm sure the person with the, if you hear that someone with $250 million is now telling you that his classes did, you're going you're gonna to put it back. You're going to put it back. Yeah, you're going to. You with your days of our lives money, you're just going to. I'm just going to put this away. And act like I never had my receipts printed, laminated, whatever rated. <laughs> So, you know, I, I hear that, but I just think the way they just acquiesced to her so quickly just because she said it was classic. I was team Gasa. Listen, had I been anybody in that scene? Show it. You I have the, like. She rides for her question. Show it, certain. Because she knows that those women can make you look like a yeah. fool. They can actually make you look like a fool. Um, I didn't. I wasn't too mad at the classless comment because personally, I think like they said in the beginning anyway, um, and this is why I really don't rate Lisa Renna. Suddenly she started off apologizing. And then she said, I hear it, but, and then you took it elsewhere. And then you were the same person saying, obviously I don't want to do this at Harry's birthday. Da, 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 da. And for me, that's why I think it went left. Like, I mean, it's just the nature of housewives anyway. But I always look at things like, hmm, if me and my friends were in a situation like this, it would be classless. I'm so sorry. If I invite you to my man's birthday, or even if it's my birthday, or even if it's a friend's birthday, this unfortunately isn't the time to try and squash beef, especially when you know tensions are still high and it's still a volatile or hostile situation. Let's not, this is not the time. It's not the place. That as a whole, I generally maintain that that was classless. We don't need to speak to each other in a certain way. We don't need to start getting into it now. And for me, the person who was the biggest culprit was Lisa Renner because Sutton literally immediately apologized and you took it somewhere else. And then the fact she wanted to now go back and forth and say, and thank God, Garcelle actually told us, sweetie, you brought it up. You took it there. <laughs> she said, sorry, you started Just taking because I'm willing it. to meet you halfway to hell. I'm the bad dog. I'm the dad dog. And I'm only doing it because I'm not about to let you sit here and make me look crazy. Because she, and even if, at least if Lisa Renner was saying something else, then we could hear it. But she was bold-faced lying. Your table was canceled. And she even The babe was still there. You were there. The was canceled. Why was the babe still there? Even Diana was like, okay, she could have paid for it, but maybe she gave it up. And she's like, I was there. Then she was like, oh, ha. <laughs> she so, went. So Miss Classless had a lot to say. Miss <laughs> Classless had but a I lot. But I do understand. I'm not going to be biased. I do understand the point in saying, you, you just got around here. Because I remember with Potomac when Mia came, I was also thinking, okay, not too much. Mama's like, get to know the people, get to understand the dynamics. But you know what the problem is? I think, obviously, for us, we are left on the outside as viewers. Like, let's say we've been watching Beverly Hills all along. We don't know who this person is from Adam. We've just been introduced. But these women, all of them in their confessionals are gushing. Oh, yeah, I've heard so much about her. Oh, yeah, I've seen her around. Wait, but She's have, have, have you read the stuff about her? I did. That's why I was saying to you, sweetie, they know who she is. You were saying, oh, you don't even, we don't even know. Even if it's not about yeah. the money, but they even know. if it's not just about the money, but the rumors there are about her. But if that's the case, I don't understand why everyone's gushing. Erica included. I mean, because I think they know she's rich, but then my thing but is I that don't even think it's the richest thing. I also feel like it's clearly a proximity thing. The people she's she has proximity to like because it's not just like she could get you with yeah because a lot of them are single so well not a lot like there's a few of them single on the cast so it's like if i got with a guy if i go with a guy because of her i wouldn't be mad at the baby i wouldn't be mad at it but yeah she seems to obviously be well connected she obviously has money but they were definitely fangirling 
they never, the funny thing is they never did this to Kathy. But I'm shocked. Even Kyle Seth is acting like she's never been around money. Like going on or commenting about her Cartier. How much Cartier does one need? Oh, haha, thank you. And I'm like, how, like you know how people on like South African Twitter say like men when they get around like yo that's how Kyle was acting. Kyle was just like oh my gosh you're so funny oh my gosh you see how Las Giti was doing when they first heard she open her mouth in episode one that that was the same behavior it's just like who are you people like I know that ain't who I think that is like literally the only people who acted normal were Sutton and Gosal they're the only people who treated her like a normal person. Lisa, Kyle, Erica, even Crystal. And Crystal even spoke in a confessional about how the first time this woman said, oh, you're so cute because you're relatable. I'm not. That's not a nice thing to say. <laughs> but you're also still here, Google Gaga, damn you, googly-eyed. So, I mean, clearly the babe has influence. Clearly, I mean, like I said, they were showing the pictures of her with Barney and somebody else. Was also the Elton John. Elton John and his husband. So, beyond the money... She, it's also about even the one thing I will say I found ugly vibes about her was boasting that she was with Kim K the night before she got robbed. I was like, that's not something to boast about. That you're with Kim K the night before she got robbed. And then you kept saying how you didn't feel safe, you didn't feel safe, and you left. You could have kept that in the tuck. <laughs> you didn't you did not need to come and tell us that. Um you're never like, gonna you're never gonna hear from that lady again. No, never again. I don't even think she watches this, but never. But now, never. Um, it just sounded a little name droppy on top of being named, like on top of it being name droppy. Again, it's just not the kind of situation that you would boast about. Like, I don't know if you thought that's like, oh, 10 points from Gryffindor, but that was a little weird. 10 points from Gryffindor. <laughs> um, it was just a little bit weird. Um, but yeah, that was it. The one thing I, I wanted to point out that so far, and I think this is what's shocking to me that from the past two episodes, seeing how Garcelle has handled herself. I don't know if it's because obviously she learned from last season and she said, huh, you people will not catch me sleeping again. But like, I like how honest she is, even in terms of like, just calling a spade a spade, including with her mate, Erica, telling her you're doing too much, relax, you're boring me. Even with Sutton telling her, stop lying, you don't adore her. Like, that was so funny to me. I'm like, she was just like, what? Why? Why would you say that? It's a girl. I've heard you talk. Like, it's not even like, I don't even think it's like throwing someone under the bus. It's like, girl, no. And it's like, you too, Lisa. Like, no. You guys can apologize and be civil. Let's not do this whole, I don't know if you watched Basketball Wives at this time. Remember when the girls used to hate when Jackie would be like, oh, I just adore you. And everyone, that word, that word, leave it out your mouth. I feel like it's a real, like in the same way people use, I'm concerned, like in reality TV, that's the language where you just say, oh, I adore her. The whole time you hate that lady. <laughs> whole time you don't even. <laughs> You're not a fan of that lady. <laughs> but no, um, yeah, that was basically um, the one takeaway for me. I was just like, I think so far, I really like how Garcelle is conducting herself. Like she doesn't seem like she wants to be in any passer. She seems like she's gonna call a spade a spade. She's not about to let you guys bully her friend. Um, so, so far, so good. Um, I'm interested to see a little bit more where Dorit fits in. Um, only because I remember last season, there was the thing about her not letting people speak or speaking over people or whatever. So I don't know if now that's what's made her more toned down or if it's because obviously she's fresh from something really traumatic, but I didn't feel like she spoke that much in this episode. So I'm like, hmm, I wonder 
I'm looking to see a little bit more um, from her. I think um, obviously because of the robbery, like she's now kind of pulling back. So I think give her a bit more. You like you'll see how she fits in and what she does but like because also she's not hood rich right like yeah. she's not in her hood rich element like i don't think the insurance payout hasn't come in wait till the insurance payout comes then she's gonna be back yeah. even in her confessionals you see hood rich <laughs> like that's the the model of the west i know you see my sister i always used to see the cheats of our hood rich streets so I'm, I'm i'm interested like no black people love like <laughs> like even though there was that time with gasa where we questioned if she was racist but no like like aside from that we love because she she dresses like your auntie with money like <laughs> any aunt you have with money it would just <laughs> like think of like anyone dating like a corrupt official South Africa LV from head to, toe. head to toe it's like but you know she also does use like Chanel and other brands but like you just think think Hoodrich like Marlo if they do an ultimate girls trip I want Marlo and Dory on the same seat so they can gush about fashions or just even just doing a small and an interview so they can talk about fashions. I want to see that because I know those two. We'll get along. Two peas in a pod. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, so far, those are my thoughts on Baby Hills. Nothing new. So I've seen like a second day out here. So yeah, I'm, I am enjoying it. One thing about the, the fashions on the show, um, but like maybe one or two people, but they really made me feel like Potomac needs to step it up. Like people on Potomac be looking crazy. I thought you were gonna say something bad. <laughs> no, I'm like compared to these people, these women be dressing the, like there was a scene. I'm like, this woman just sat that. But when Lisa Ren was walking down in that lime green skirt, I said, damn it. I'm like, I'm like, this is what Sailing Sunset. Like it's such a simple <laughs> thing. I'm like, but this is what Sailing Sunset thinks it's giving. Mm-hmm, but they do even, mm-hmm. even um Garcelle with the Hanifa dress. The Hanifa. I said, okay, Soraya Mini. <laughs> Okay. I was like, um, I know. I was like, I know that from somewhere. I know that. I, I, but I, also, there yeah. are. I, I was on a certain South African person's Instagram today, and she. I think she had a fake Hanifa dress. Because you know, there's so many companies making them. There's a fake pink one. There's a, the, the Soraya. Yeah, Mac I think one. hers was either red or pink. Yeah. They, and then when I was telling you guys that the rumors, the, the rumors seem to be true now. About Maybe the baby. Y'all yeah. ain't hear it from me though. Uh, we're not in our Musa bag, so please. <laughs> yeah, you're saying sorry about the fashions in Potomac. Yeah, I, I just think after seeing like this episode, and even with some of them, like even if it's not like giving, giving, it's still so much significantly bigger. I'm like, Potomac could never. Like these women need to step it up. Bar Karen, I have I have faith in the grand arm now. But all these other people, your Giselles, Robins. Wendy's guys, step it up. Like, uh, Karen, that, that's my mom. But also think about it. Like, Beverly Hills is Beverly Hills. Like, even in, like, where it is, like, you know, paparazzi and everything. Girl, Potomac, who, who like, you could just wear some Ivy Park and go down the street. Like, anybody, go, anybody gonna harass you or nothing. Like, I think that's why there's also just not that pressure to look that good. But, like, think about Atlanta. I, maybe it's just because Potomac also isn't, um glamorous kind of place i mean i'm sure it's glamorous but i'm sure it's like it's also quite suburban let me say hey yeah. it's quite suburban so if like it's just like think of your mom at home the mom next door type vibe hey, like obviously like there's really no pressure there's no pressure to look good as well yeah there's no and also there's no one hoodrich there 
yeah that's what i'm like uh, it's just in terms of fashion like the the, the fashion lover me i'm like nah i, I want to as girl. if new jersey has as if you've ever seen a look on new jersey but i don't i don't, I don't care about the rose <laughs> why trash so with that i think maybe we turn mm-hmm. the page on yeah. um yeah but i think that's probably a good point to segue on to our last topic for today as i say every episode i think i'm just gonna make this my jingle basically the real half size of last kitty <laughs> your faves i am gagged like the switch up because i'm just like in the beginning like the first 20 if i didn't know because everyone obviously my friends or quite a few of my friends watch lagos so you guys all said drama 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 so i'm like mm, okay first minute and then you're minutes, waiting you're like okay i'm just like mm. okay. <laughs> and you know it reminds me of the tweet from south african to the way they're just like hey lagos they'll show you the fish in the sea <laughs> the bridge the food they ate they help her the gardener they come their life like they'll show they, they'll show you their kids in preschool but i will say this past episode what was it seven six seven seven i think they've they've definitely gotten better at that compared to episode one and two episode one and two they were showing you plates numbers fish this dog this this it was bad not that okay. it's, it's entirely they now. show you the plates hey not <laughs> like okay cutlery crockery cool okay um, come on come on crockery you know <laughs> but now i feel like in this episode because i remember i wrote that down in my notes that they're definitely getting better at the filler scenes and what they actually show you i think the only thing for me is probably like the mics are still a thing where you can see that the camera not everyone is mic'd up directly so someone else's sound is being picked up by a mic that's a bit far away so they sound a little bit like they're drowned a little bit mm. but they, they they're waking up they're up they're awake they said oh Philip, it's here. But before we jump right into the fire, let's talk about. So I think Anisha and I both can agree that our MVP on Lagos has got to be Mariam. I forgot. I heard her surname. She actually did say her surname. She's Chateau something. She said she described her house as Chateau something. Oh, okay. I don't know. Her husband sounds like American or American. Canadian. I feel. I feel like he's Canadian though, because. Is this way Canadian people at work sound, and I think he sounds like them. Um, yeah, her can like Mariam, like that's just my babes. I'm not gonna talk about her man, but that's just my babes. Like she's just my babes. When she uses vernac, just her energy, just her vibe. I need to find out more. I need to find out her star sign. Like I feel like, you know, with all these Real Housewives, you unearth a gem. I think she's definitely the Lagos gem. Like, where have you been hiding all my life, baby girl? Facts. I even wrote down that she's giving main, main, main housewife. Like, she's going to end up being the signature housewife. Um, everything about it, like about her, in in context of the the wise and everyone's stories, it's just it's nice. Her house great. She has her own career on the side, even the energy that she brings. Um, and the funny thing is, in my opinion, from what I can see, she appears to have 
maybe more money even than some of the other ladies but she doesn't she doesn't let right. change how she that, is because i don't know if you clocked there was this scene when everyone was going to her house they kind of shown everyone's house oh, oh well i think tiana was her office but Mm-hmm. I think by virtue of that, the best house was probably hers. Hers. Maybe Chioma, Chioma's house also, I guess Chioma's not a mom. Like Chioma doesn't have yeah, much, she doesn't like, need to have like a big, big house. Three bedroom or I mean not three, like a six bedroom house, like you it said. Looked like maybe a two, possibly a three. Yeah. Just not a bachelor pad, but you know, bachelorette pad. Yeah, bachelorette pad. But like, yeah, no, I love Mariam. I love, I love her. Ah, and even in this episode, I felt like even the way they're following her storyline as well like oh now clothing line on the way she's talking to her sister she wants to do this like you said the way she fits in her vernacular like i feel like this episode in general like when we heard that we're getting a real housewives of lagos like the last 25 to 30 minutes of this episode like this is what we were waiting for like this is the the turn up that we're hoping to see. And I feel like Mariam really embodies that. Like you said, the switching, the opulence, the switching in Vernac, this, that, and the third. She still has her own storyline. She's not boring. And I just like how fun-spirited she is. Um, I feel like she's open to getting to know everyone, no matter what you do, no matter what your background. And that, for me, I feel like is really key, especially in the first season. I mean, we speak about this all the time. Nini League season one is not Nini League from season three, four, five going forward. Um, in season one, everyone was open to getting to know each other. So when you get people like Toyin who are like, oh, I can't fake it, I can't fake it. Or you're getting this person who's being like this. It's like, sweetie, do you want to be here or do you not, do you not want to be here? And I'm not saying be fake, but be receptive. Um, yeah, but anyway, you get into the rest of the episode. I agree. I feel like Mary is the star of the show. Um, honestly, I don't think there was that much going on in the episode, so I'm just gonna skip right to Mariam's house. I don't know about you. Um, yeah, go ahead. Um, so right, I think you know what? One thing it's come up on Atlanta, I think you know, people being late for group events. I think you know what? I do get people, the people who wouldn't stop talking about it because you know what? It is rude. It's, if you're even just meeting a friend, even if it wasn't like a real housewives thing, it's rude. It's rude to me. It's rude to the cast. It's rude to the host. It's rude to the other guests. It's rude to share, the chef, whoever else's support staff or whatever, because we've all got things going on. I don't think yeah. there's anyone there whose time is more precious than anyone else's. We are all human beings. We all have things we'd rather be doing. But if we've agreed that lunch and you know Mariam's thing was meant to be a lunch that's what I'm that's the sense I'm getting was meant to be a lunch I don't imagine it was like a one o'clock lunch because if you wait if you're telling me they waited from one I don't know if they said the time was seven they said that they waited six hours and at the time that they showed up was now like um eight ish nine ish so Laura was saying that it's now 9 p.m this was supposed to be lunch in that regard I'm hearing Laura because that's actually so rude and even when people are saying guys it's actually not funny what you guys are doing they're now saying oh we heard we heard we heard but no you haven't heard if you're gonna if you're gonna keep coming late you haven't heard carolina i get them not having smoke for her because carolina it's not as much of a problem but even last time when they were late to the airport these girls were just like okay and then like it's, it's actually not thingy we have other things we could be doing your time is not more precious than mine and then you come fashionably late you think you're doing something it's not funny it's not cute 
I don't like it. And personally, I wouldn't have it. So them harping on about it, team them. It's so valid and it's so warranted because at the end of the day, like I was even thinking to myself, because first of all, I even noted that Carolina just continued to not like help her case with this whole follower thing because even all now there wasn't a proper explanation or whatever. And obviously she just kept saying situations beyond my control or circumstances beyond my control, circumstances beyond my control. But again, how is it that it always just conveniently ties in with you on my schedule? Like every single time, as for Chioma saying, you have to see two clients and this, 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 that, and the third. I'm not, I don't know, maybe it's because she hasn't explained it in depth, but if Good Hair is the company that she's speaking of, or even if it's Brass and Copper, um, Chioma's not the, like, the, the, the only person, she's not the head chef. Chioma's not the one doing these people's hair. There are people that work in the salon and stuff. So I can't for the life of me understand what it is about this. Oh, I had to see a client or I had to see a client. Even then, let's just say that is the case. If I get invited somewhere and someone's saying it's lunch for 2 p.m. and I know I'm busy until 5, I'm just going to tell you, sweetie, I can't come. That, like, Oh, oh it, go ahead without me, guys. I'm not going to come. That's simply all it is because I clearly am busy. If somebody can't have a, a lunch schedule for 2 or 3 p.m. and you arrive at 9 p.m. and then you want to come and do we've heard. Don't talk to me like that. I'm not a child. You, you're clearly not in the space to, 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 to attend. You don't respect me and that's fine, but don't... Like, on an invite, I think when you and someone invites you out it's one thing, but you invited me to your home, honor the invite, or just say, you know what, babes, I'm not going to be there, you guys can start without me, something, just say something, instead of them to sit, and then now Laura has to act drunk, because... Laura was doing too much, though, I understood Iyabu going on and on and on and on and on about it, but Laura's also doing too much, because uh, your fashion show, you made people wait six hours, so now you're making it difficult for yourself, because even Iyabu... i the allegations. Yeah, even Mariam was like, ah, we're not, not, too, not too much. Not too much. And now the fact that she's the one doing the most. I think if Yabo was doing the most, because Yabo seems like she tries to be on time for everything when she says she's showing up and she does get there when she says she's supposed, she's supposed to get there. Toyin was saying she's never been late and everyone was like, mama's the goddess party, you were late. So all of this, oh, I stay parked up in my car. It's clearly not the case. But I think in some cases, some people are obviously repeat offenders. And it's go when it's ours, like, you know, 30 minutes, 20 to 30 minutes, maybe God forbid you end up in a situation and everyone always talks about Lagos traffic. So let's say you end up being an hour late, five mm. hours, six, six hours. Can you imagine, like you said, the support staff who in their head were catering for a lunch. You're thinking maybe I'll be out of here in five hours. You're only starting in those five hours. I'm surprised no one complained about the food being cold because I don't see how the food was still hot <laughs> um and they're also lucky that the celebrity chef who came is Mariam's cousin if it was somebody else somebody would have been like sweetie my time now I have to either, go and things to either i'm charging you extra or i'm leaving and you're just gonna have to eat cold food and warm it in the microwave for yourself because i'm out uh, and me and the, the not my minister yeah the people that are brought to wait on you guys as well they have places to be they have things to do it's late at night like Carolina was saying that, you know, she did mention that she does understand and she is um, sorry because some of these people are mothers to young children. So especially in Mariam's case, what about putting my child to bed? 
by this time she would have long been asleep maybe at 8 p.m or something but now that's not happening maybe now the nanny has to put it to bed or my husband you don't know if i had a ritual or if if, if it's our thing that oh i tuck her in at night and i read her a story it's just very disrespectful of people's time um and like you said it's worse when it's your house because like i can't escape it if we're at a restaurant i could actually get up and leave and say I'm out of here. Even at the restaurant, you only have a book. Well, especially now in these COVID days, you only have a booking for a certain period of time. So if yeah. it's like the person is an hour late and it's a two-hour booking, what's the point? Like the food's going to take forever to come. You can't have dessert. You're not going to eat comfortably. Everything you have to eat, you have to eat it quickly. It's just not, like, and I don't get, Choma knows that, Choma's been to London herself. Like, it's not, like she knows how these things work. So it's very inconsiderate of her to be behave like this. I don't know if it's just me. I'm getting the vibe that she feels like she's the it girl. And I don't know if it's this whole London thing now that really feeds into it. And it doesn't help that Carolina enables it. Um, I just feel like that's where it's coming from. I think in Chioma's head, she feels like I'm the Chioma good hair. So I can show up late. I can do these things of coming up fashionably late. But like, it's rude. It's so rude. It's It's unbecoming. It's not nice. Um, to shift gears a little bit, I I liked, not liked, I want to word this properly. I didn't like the how dark, obviously, the story Twain was sharing everything she's been through. But I liked that we're finally seeing a different side to her because just last week I was saying, I'm going to need more from this lady. Like at this point, why are you here? <laughs> um, and even this week, as much as she was saying she doesn't like people being late, because you know, remember when they were going to Abuja, she was the one who was the most upset, but she obviously was the one who was still like, okay, guys, I know it sucks to them, but anyway, let's wait for them. It's fine. Let's just wait for them. So it was nice. Um, I just wish there was a little bit more consistency because it makes it really difficult to read her or to gauge like where does her head is. Yeah, where her head is at. Like just last week, she was commenting about how feeling like she needs to watch out for Mariam and so do I need to look out for you because you spoke to these people but then in this episode with everything she's gone through it's clear that Mariam was a very significant like pillar at this time that she was going through all these horrible things and she wouldn't have been able to potentially get out of that situation if it weren't for her and I'm like the fact that last week small small her speaking to Chioma like he would have reduced it to oh so now me too I have to watch my back like I don't know if that was obviously dramatized for the sake of the show if that's the case I really do hope that was why but um to see the flip and the switch and i think that's the thing we're always saying how housewives isn't often recorded like in chronological order so it makes it or like let me not say just chronological order but you never know the, the exact time frame between episodes so i don't know if that day at the fashion show would have just been a bad day and today you're just seemingly a lot happier she does, she does seem like she has up and downs. <laughs> yeah, like one of moods. Like it's, it's just a bit okay. So it just makes it difficult to read. But I do like the fact that she's letting um the other women in. Like Laura said, she's been friends with 24 years and she didn't know any of that. Um, or the extent to which she would have expressed all of those things. So I think it's nice to get to see um another side of her. Um did you catch that David and Caroline T? I don't know if this is a joke. The funniest thing, though, I Googled it, though, and it was about her. But, you know, the funny thing is when I first heard Fire, I Googled the lyric and I knew that it was about a lady called Caroline, right? But I never made the connection that it could be Carolina Hutching. So 
for it to be her, I'm like, because basically, yes, let me not get us sued, but allegedly. Allegedly, yo. Allegedly. <laughs> um, Davido had a friend, person X, ne? and then person X passed away. And then Carolina was saying that Davido allegedly played a part in the death of person X, allegedly, because that was her boyfriend at the time. And then that's why um, Davido was like, listen. Caroline, save your drama. But it felt like they did that on purpose because I don't know. I don't, it didn't seem like a genuine, genuine No, but it also didn't seem like I didn't catch the segue. Like, I was just like, how did we get to this piece of tea? Is it that you just wanted to put it in there or you just felt like let's just sing and have a little shady moment? But that was that was an interesting piece of tea. Um, moving on as we you know get closer and closer, I want to talk about Laura for a bit. <sighs> Laura, Laura, Laura. Laura's just... Where do I begin? Laura really stresses me out. And I think... Oh, quickly, because I want to finish on the dinner before moving on to Laura and everything else. One thing I don't like about Shuma as well is how it seems like she really, really looks down on these women um, from when she met them. I don't know if it's a thing because she feels like she's from London and these people are from Nigeria. I, I like she's I. From, she's from Nigeria. She's not from London. She's from Nigeria. She went. She ah. was sent to school in in in, in London. So. but um yeah i just think she seems to like i was saying i don't know if it's because of the whole fact that she you know is from the uk and these people from nigeria but she constantly uses certain words especially one key word that stuck out to me is i'm impressed um and she did it with the yabba with the beach trip like oh i'm really impressed i just didn't think you know she would plan it that, you know, this well or give this much attention to detail. And um, that time I briefly told you about that podcast she featured on, they actually brought it up on there as well. And they were asking her, like, why she used, like, the word impressed as if, like, she was doubting or something. And she's still, like... I thought that too. I- yeah. And she still stuck to a girl. She was like, no, I just, you know, didn't expect she was going to pay much attention to detail. Da, 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 da. Why? Yeah, again, she did the same thing with Mariam. I'm really, really impressed. Like the attention to detail, the menus, the this, 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 that, and the third. And I just feel like, I don't know if in her head she feels like because these people are. Act, act a certain way. Yeah. Or she feels like because they're in Nigeria or they act a certain way or talk a certain way, they don't have taste for nice things or they just, for some reason, she just feels like, oh, I never would have imagined that this person did this. I don't know if she thought she was going to go to Mam's house. It was going to be Raz. There was just going to be the ceramic dishing bowls that our grandmas and moms use. And they were going to be dishing spoons for them, for everyone to dish into their own plate. For themselves. I don't know. She, she thought that there wasn't going to be. Buffet. I think she thought it was just going to be buffet style. style. Um, also, she Homegrown foods. She probably didn't know Mariam's house was as nice as it was. Then there was a celebrity chef there. She probably didn't know that that's Mariam's um, cousin either. Mariam, I'm, glad, I'm glad she shamed her. I'm happy. And Mariam took the time to decorate it nicely, print the menus, print, you know. And you know what? I actually, I mean, some of the day quite agree with, but for the most part, I like her a lot. Like, I could, I could spend a couple nights there and not feel like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> the ghetto. <laughs> you won't feel like, <laughs> good job. A white refrigerator. 
You always feel that way. I don't believe she has a white refrigerator in her no, home. She doesn't. But I think, yeah, it's it's just really a little jarring and a little like what do you mean by that like the way she constantly has to be like oh i was just so impressed i was just so impressed it's like ah um and obviously case you know you will see with laura's fashion show she didn't have to say oh anything was impressed because it feels like maybe she thought that is the only standard that she do you know what i mean like it just feels like she just looked down into it and it's not nice i hate 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 situations where and i'm always saying when people are on shows or in situations where people don't view as their equals, you cannot be friends with those people because that person sees you as though you are beneath them. It simply cannot work. They will never offer you the respect that you deserve or just the general common respect that you actually deserve as a person because they see you as beneath them. Um, so that's annoying to me. But just to quickly shift gears and obviously get to the juice of it all, what were your thoughts on Laura and how she was acting at the dinner table? I think I really, I have maintained throughout, you know, this run that I quite like Laura, but she makes like it, Laura. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But she makes it hard to help her beat the bad vibes allegations or the dramatic allegations, just any allegation leveled against her. I see how it holds weight because she just doesn't help herself. The girl does not <laughs> like in China, we say haitir. Like she doesn't, she doesn't do herself. Like she actually, like, I, I, you guys are not lying on her name. That's her. That's actually her. <laughs> the energy, but you know what? The energy in the house was off while they waited, but I don't hundred percent believe it was her. The babes were also on their phone, but in if you've ever been with people who are on their phones, you at some point are just gonna be like, you know what? Let me get my phone out. And then there was that awkwardness where, um, Laura picked up her phone and then Iaba was off her phone, and then she looked at them like. Oh, now you guys are on your phone and it's like if you guys if i mean the way it was filmed i don't know if that's how it actually happened if you guys if i'm with three, two people and you guys are both on your phone I'm you can't expect me not to use my phone because clearly we're not interested in talking to each other and we're gonna act like we don't know each other but i imagine if they were waiting that long i think it sounded like they also waited a while from there and come down to even greet them yeah because it also took a while to come down yeah yeah, yeah. yeah and now they're gonna wait longer for the other ladies so you know what i guess after some time, you run out of stuff. You run out of stuff to talk about and you can't be blamed. Um, her behavior at the table was just so weird. Not even, it was inappropriate. It was weird. Like, I actually was wondering, I messaged you. I'm like, wait, is Laura... But in the beginning, is she... It actually looked as though she was drunk, and obviously everyone. Was yeah, because she kept saying, "Oh, you put, I, you put um champagne. You know, I don't drink. Blah blah blah." So I'm like, "Is this one of those things? We're not drugged, but it's like, girl, you know, she don't." I'm like, "Yeah, you know, she don't drink." And even um, Toyin wasn't saying no. She was like, "Ah, oh, just gave her a little bit." Like she wasn't denying the fact that she did give champagne. We know Laura from episode one has been saying, "I don't really be drinking like that," so it didn't seem. Far-fetched. But also, the girl was acting like she was high. Like, honestly, her behavior is even more high than drunk. She was like... When she took the napkin and put it on her head, I was like, yeah, you're done. <laughs> like, honestly, if you had told me that the baby had an edible or had... I wouldn't have been surprised. Like, I would have been like, yeah, she was acting like it. Yeah, um, yeah what else did I have? Hold on. What do you think about Iabo saying that she just feels like Laura um, usually wants just attention? 
I get it. You know what? Iabo and Laura are not really friends like that. So I get where she was coming from. She's like, you know what? This babe, if you don't give her attention, she um act a certain kind of way. And here we are. <laughs> here we are. This is why she's acting the way she is. And if you saw, Iabo did not pay her no mind. Iabo was like, girl, anyway. Iabo, like, you know, when you're focusing your attention on one area, Iabo was acting like she couldn't see Laura. And Chioma also just, she didn't even try her. You good girl? Just like, Chioma and Laura didn't even greet each other, I don't think. Well, it didn't look that way. This is like, I bet. <laughs> um, yeah, I just felt like Laura, why? Um, I too initially thought she was waved. But then I felt like the longer you watched and the longer you saw her antics, she wasn't even being consistent in the way she was acting. So it got to a point where you could tell that you're not Nick, like you're not waved, you're not high on anything. It's just you doing far too much. Um, and throughout the whole day, like when everyone keeps asking you, what's wrong, what's wrong, what's wrong? Nothing, 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 nothing. I'm fine. Sometimes people are going to get tired of asking you. Nothing. I'm, I'm fine, I'm fine. Then as everything now unfolds the next day, and this is why I'm always saying like, Laura, just, I agree that the moment you start to kind of take a liking to her, she makes it difficult to back her because you didn't have this energy yesterday. Then you're now coming with all this in the group chat. When Iyabo was addressing it, you were pimp. When Toyin was also commenting and adding on you were pimp. When Chioma was answering and Karina was talking, you were pimp. Mariam also said her own thing. Yeah, you know, guys, just next time, especially if I'm inviting you to my house, da 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 you were just there running your eyes like, mm. now you're big babalaya, <laughs> big guy in town. <laughs> Come back here. And I'm like, girl, like, why do you do this all the time where, like, she, and you're, you're putting Shoma in a situation where she looks more and more right. Like, Shoma's here saying, this baby's Twitter fingers. She's a fucking Twitter warrior. And that's the only time you have this energy because similar to the situation she first had with Carolina, you had all this energy for Carolina when you're speaking to Yavo. Then when you're now faced in front of Caroline, you maybe hold mm-hmm. for all of a second, then you're like, oh, Carolina, like, I respect Carol. In your confessional, I don't fuck with Carol. I don't fuck with people that fuck with Carol. I don't... Okay? Okay. <laughs> Get to your fashion show. You don't have the same energy for her again. Okay? Get to the group chat now. Now it's bus, bus, bus. And I'm like, girl... Why? Even then, Karina was reading her down. I don't know if it's true, but Caroline, Caroline read her down. It wasn't the show, Max, to, to read those features. You got a pig. <laughs> Caroline read her down. I wrote in my notes in block capital letters, Caroline is awake. She said, me, you will never try me again in your life. She said, in real life, do you ever be sitting anywhere with me? You think I'll ever be around? Ah! I said, Caroline read her down. Like I was, I was pausing as well, and I'm like, Caroline, like I'm like, I will never like. That's one, that's one person you can't argue with. She will talk. She will actually talk crazy to you. But you know what's funny? From the beginning, from episode one, we said, kind hmm, Carolina has this energy, but okay. And then we saw it a little bit like she seems like she can be a little bit bitchy, but I just. I don't know. I didn't think it's it not, It doesn't look like far. it's coming from anywhere. You know? But you know when they say the ones that are quiet, I feel like Carolina, she's clearly one of those people. 
She'll be quiet, she'll be quiet, she'll be quiet, she'll be quiet. When you now come for her. Don't poke the bear. Don't do that. You do, you do not want to see what's going to come out of that beehive once you poke it with the stick. You don't want to know. And unfortunately, Laura was trying to act all unbothered and all this. Because even Laura, she's saying she doesn't care this, 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 that, and the third. But then at the end of the day, yeah, don't come for me. Oh, no, I'm coming for you. It's like, girl, it's not giving, especially because we all know you're going to buck this babe in person and you're not going to be able to back it. You're not going to be able to back it because the, the clip that they showed for next week for the Ponderosa, she now seems like she's, the people that are more rah, rah, rah is, is not her, the person who started it all. So yet again, I'm like, Laura, how many times have we said your name? I'm scared for next week. I don't know what. <laughs> it looked like they had to peel someone off someone. It looked like Carolina walked over. There's a point where it looks like Someone is lying on someone and she almost doesn't even see it anymore. So <laughs> who brawling? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm actually scared for next week. Guys, this is what I need to see <laughs> injected in my veins. Like I said, when we all heard that Lagos was coming with its own franchise, this is what we were waiting for. This That's what we signed up for. This is what we signed up for. And uh, in fact, and, and finally they're delivering it um which is a good hotel and just being patient and waiting for things to build up i really really hope we get at least like 12 episodes that would make me really happy um i don't want them to just stop at 10 but we'll see um, 10 is too close what seven no i will actually lose my shit i'll lose my shit but equally there's also beauty in quitting while you're ahead because it would actually suck if they got to 10 and it's juicy, juicy, juicy. And then the last few episodes are just like a waste of everyone's time. Yeah. Um, so I, I I would hope that they get to 12, but I if they do, I hope that they stay on this trajectory because from episode three, it they have been getting better and better and better and better. So I really do hope that it continues that way. Um, and I also hope, of course, that we get a reunion because, whoa. Because? I said, because, whoa. Oh, I was like, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I started going into my head thinking about who could host, maybe like an IK, mm. I wouldn't say no to a Bonang, but you know, she's not Nigerian, so I wouldn't be, you know, yeah. I wouldn't, it wouldn't be remiss of me to, you know, but you know, I hope they really uh, get some- But if, if, if Tan was here selling, doing Selling Sunset based off of just the Chelsea, I'm pretty sure anything can happen at the night show. Cause that, I mean, and, and I feel like Bonang. But he's on a Netflix show. I think that's why they did it. He's on Queer Eye. So Bonang is also on a Showmax something. I'm sure we can make it happen. I hope. I hope Showmax hasn't burnt that bridge so they can use her. Yeah. But I really hope they really get someone who's gonna ask the questions. Who's gonna remind these ladies why they're here? That we're here to yeah. get to everything you guys didn't explain well enough on the show because we need some explanations. It's mentors. And, you know, I hope, I think, I imagine it's going to be, first chairs will probably be Laura and Chioma. It makes sense for them. I feel like they were quite, and then maybe Miriam. And, ooh. But I think definitely first chairs, I, my first chairs are Laura and Chioma. Yeah, I really hope, I can't wait to see what happens next. Because when I mentioned that same podcast that I told you she featured on, I don't know if you remember when I was telling you from her energy 
it's giving me the vibe that something fucking went down. And she, like, Chuma hates Laura. And it's so funny seeing her trying to make it seem like she doesn't give a fuck because in no time when she got the call um, from Mariam, and Mariam initially was explaining this before the Laura and and um, Carolina stuff kicked off when she was getting ready for her um, charity outreach giveaway thing. And Mariam is just calling her to say, ah, kind of Laura's energy or somehow da 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 da. Next thing you know, she was calling her, uh, she's a brat, this devil. And I'm like, ah, for someone who says they, they, don't, they aren't bothered, you, you seem real panini pressed. Pressed <laughs> worse than a panini. This is one-sided and it's so funny to always watch Chuma make it seem like she's just over it. Laura's the one who's just obsessed and Laura's the one who's... They're actually both obsessed with each other. They're equally obsessed with each other. They both won't let the shit fucking go. But um, yeah, she gives me the, she was giving me the vibe in that podcast that something happened. So I don't know if it's to do with next week or like more is going to continue to happen as time goes on. But nonetheless, I'm excited. We up. Yeah, um, that's everything we have for you this week on the Reality Check podcast. Um, it's been lovely, I'll say, talking with you guys. Yeah, I'm gonna say it. it's been lovely chatting with you and Esu and just chatting about our favorite shows and you know getting down to what's popping. Um, I don't know if you have any last words for the peoples. nothing for me that's all for me for this week um be sure to follow us on social media on instagram and twitter that's at reality check pod that's r-e-a-l-i-t-y-c-h-k-p-o-d and if you do use the hashtag use the same as um our handles on both social media platforms um it's been real and i've been leo and i've been Nessie. Bye. Bye.